What is the best letter of the alphabet? S. A. Q. No, K. K. <laughs> One more K and that would have been scary. Yeah, that would have been. That was really close. (laughs) (laughs) I was was saying Q, but then I said K. That's what happened. You can't have Q without U, so then that would suck. Is that true? Yeah. I think that's only- You can't say Q because there's U in it. No, no, no. She's saying like every Q Q word has a U in it. I remember hearing Yeah, because Q and U got married, remember? Like Queen- Quarter. Queef. Queen. Queen. <laughs> Whoa. Queen. I couldn't think of another one. Quarter. Yeah. Quit. Quack. Yeah. Wait, Quote. Are you serious? Yeah. Q, remember I told you Rian in school, my yeah, nephew, is learning but about like, how Q I, and That might only married. be in English though. I mean, okay. Wait, are you duh, serious? For us. <laughs> like what, what kind of statement is that? Like quesadilla. Dude. Wait, no, what? that has that, a new. <laughs> <laughs> Queso even. Okay. Why K? Quan. <laughs> oh, oh, YK? Because I love K. Like, K has a lot of. Whoa. Like, um, good energy. Like, very. <laughs> it has this, like, like, chop. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain. Are you thinking of karate? Yeah. <laughs> no, but also, also, no, no. Is that really so, why? There's no round. Shapes. Yeah. It's just also, I'm thinking about writing it and it's just like, and it's so like, like cool. an H it's too, such a though. cool letter. Yeah. Well, I H, feel like- no, no, H is very boxed in. <laughs> H is so, and also like H words like Horton. What about Horton? <laughs> why did you skip over happy to say Horton? Happy. It's like all soft words. Ho. Yeah. All right. You didn't have to call us that. <laughs> that was unnecessary. But okay, with letters, uh-huh. they definitely. Are you looking make at you it like visually or is it like the sound? Visually of it? and sound wise. Okay. Like, what, like, give me yours. What was yours? I said S. S. Y. My letter of my first name. Um, and I think S is just, it has like a very sharp sound mm-hmm. and it's so sharp that it carries its own frequency, right? I'm going to be a little nerdy here. Okay. sir. You need a de-esser. We've okay. actually been working a lot with it mm. uh, where you, it's a, such a harsh noise that you actually have to tone it down because it's so powerful. You know, the mm. S is yeah. uh, very limited in who can use it. Why? Because if you have a lisp. Oh, oh yeah. So is that like an elite thing only? Not saying like, you have a list like or not. Mike elite. Tyson doesn't know what you're talking about, actually. Yeah, his letter is called F. <laughs> was he born like he? Was he born like speaking like that? What do you think? He got punched in the mouth. And I, used he he got yeah, I used to have a lisp. I used to have like one. <laughs> you used to have a lisp. Uh huh. And then I started. What happened? You got punched in the mouth? No, I purposely oh. I purposely started pulling my tongue back. Do you think most people can do that? I don't know. Well, they're speech therapists, right? Yeah, that's but that's true. It just depends. I trained myself because I say eth and I'd be like sister. And I was like, I need and then so now my S's are like super like You could have been like Mike Tyson. You mm. still have slightly <laughs> something there. I do. There's I something do. there. I'm not sure what it's not like a lisp, Mm-mm. but it's like a what's Wait, it called? Wh- a, I know so what it up. is because people with lisp can't say lisp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I saw this TikTok. There was like a guy who said Lith- the word stutter <laughs> has two T's in 
three T's in it. <laughs> and there was like a bunch of other ones that he had like that. That's so messed up. But it makes no sense. Who did that? You know, who's using words? I that think it's messed up. Okay, I know that I had the list because my tongue is too big for my Wait, mouth. Another one, phonetic. Phonetic is not phonetically spelled. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, I didn't come up with this. This the yeah. TikToker. I wish I knew his name, but yeah, um, that makes me a little upset. And and the word for like the phobia of really long words is a really long word. Huh? Yeah, they were all in that one. That's messed up. Interesting. What was what was your letter? I said A only because not because it's my letter, which I mean, you know, that's a pretty it's good an, reason. Actually, by actually, out of everybody in this room, A is not your letter. It's my letter. I have two A's in my last name. <laughs> and your first name. I have yeah. Two, I have two A's in my first name. But mm, Oh, yeah. I have but, two A's in my first name. That's <laughs> together. He, no, 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 oh, but, no, no. But you guys aren't together, A privileged. Too. Oh, yeah. He, his Me, last my, names. My siblings and I, we've always been first in everything yeah, we did in a, school. Yeah, but A, yeah, you got first in it, blah, blah, blah. But then Isn't you just sit through everybody else's. Yeah, I would, you, actually, I would hate to be the first one. No, no, no. We get to well, you get, get our awards, it. get everything and leave first. Yeah, you get over no, it. No, you got to wait for everybody. You can't leave you in the middle to. of your graduation. We left. Well, well, you can't leave the procession. Well, like if they have to do like a speech or something and it's like last name order, like they go first and they're over with. Yeah. So there's yeah. no like anxiety attached. The but, okay. I don't know what you it is. You also build confidence. But it makes double A's like, together yep. always piss me off. The double letters? Yeah. The Why? double A's specifically, especially in first names. Like Aaron? Like Aaron. No, and but like also like sometimes people will try to do it with like, like my brother's name is Ahmad, right? People used to try, uh, spell it A. There's other people who have his name and they put AA or like it'll be like Ayan and people put AA and, and nothing more makes me upset than that. Last name, I think it's fine. Okay, let me say why my, my favorite letter, uh, favorite. A is your favorite letter. There we go. It's because if you look at my list of baby names, um, it runs a mile long with A names for some reason because they just sound so pretty to me. Now, growing up, if you asked me this question, I would have said L because I really like the way that like Lily, Lilia, like Lila, like all those types of- How it of rolls off the tongue. Yeah, it was always really beautiful to me the way that soft. the L's one sound. But as I grew up and I continue to jot down baby names, A just seems to be the trend. Nice. Thank you guys for tuning in to an episode <laughs> of Strange Flavors. My name is Shamir. I'm Faraz with a nice big F. <laughs> My name is Amber. And this is the strangest and greatest podcast in the game. This is brought to you by Love Theory. If you'd like to email us or send us your music, strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to get this awesome merch from our store, you can go to strangeflavors.store. And if you'd like to support this podcast and be part of Strange Flavors Town, you can. Woo woo. Can we get a woo woo? Woo woo. Ooh, Strange Flavors Town includes Party. Bobber's yes. Bagels, Cassie's Cupcakes, Irha's Ices, Freya's Flaffles, Aslam's Apples, Shamil Shawarma's. So if you'd like to join and be part of Strange Flavors Town and be on our wonderful board right here, which actually has some decorations. Yeah. There's a link down below. There's limited spots left on this board. Yeah. So get Guys, it while you can. So get them while you can. Guys, we have franchises mm. wanting to be a part of Flavor Town. What are you talking about? That's facts. We got Krusty Krab. Krusty Krab? <gasps> Wait, no from the SpongeBob? <laughs> the Krusty Krab? That's not an offensive the way you said it. What? What did I say? Krusty Krab. <laughs> like the crab is crusty. And then we also got. We got the Chum Bucket. The chum, chum Bucket is okay. underrated. Would you eat that? I mean, I think the Krusty Krab is overrated. Because isn't the secret patty formula thingy, isn't it just you crab? Don't know it. 
You don't know it. It's crab. I thought that was a why secret. Would it be, why would Mr. Krabs be selling exactly. his own? Exactly. No. That's why it's a secret Wait, formula. Say, Amber, are you on like Nickelodeon Cons- conspiracy? Yeah. Yeah. There's so many cons- uh, conspiracies on SpongeBob. Yeah. So, but who knows? I, I think that it is. Wait, but the one that was about SpongeBob being gay is true. Wow. That wasn't a conspiracy. How is that? That, no, was, just that, like was, a, that was just like a announcement. An observation? No, it was an announcement. No, no, oh, it was. Wait, a, why? Why it, did no, they no, need no. It? like it was? It was made official just recently. Yeah, but for a while it was a conspiracy. Okay, so they always from know. the jump thought that SpongeBob was gay. A lot of people did, but it, he never said it. Well, I just kind of considered him gender neutral. Like he was male. Amber, you were not seven years old. Like I think SpongeBob is gender. You no, didn't even know like, what that okay, was. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, like Blue's Clues. Like you don't just, think about the dog. Yeah, you don't think about how it's like a boy or a girl. Yes, but apparently you do. As it was, a ki- when but we were apparently, kids. Oh, blue? no, but they had the pink one. They had the yes, pink one. No, exactly. but Blue's Clues is actually a girl. Yes, she. I mean, she is. Yeah. <laughs> no, they they literally would say she when referring to Blue. Are you serious? Blue is a girl. So what about the pink one? That's Magenta is well. also a girl. Dang, but Blue was a girl. What a twist. Yeah. That's a big twist. That's what I'm saying. All right. What about the- What about the Steve? Steve? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was- uh, Wait. He was what's just the a question? Cokehead, I think. <laughs> wait, wasn't what was the like, question? Wasn't he He's like- male, right? I think he makes YouTube videos now. He was in a band. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry for calling you a cokehead. I don't know if that's actually true. I just- <laughs> I think that was- um. Didn't that's they say else? like he went to jail, but they said- Oh, Steve is going to college. And then- you See, now we're doing the conspiracy yeah, stuff. Conspiracy. Anyways, <laughs> one more franchise. Oh. Los Pollos Hermanos. Who knows? Who knows? If you know, you know. You know. And I'm drinking out of the cup. Wow. Dude, you just devalued the, our- uh, I increased the value. Our we got Shimmer here. Spit right up here. Mm. You'd like to- Hit me up if you're trying Dude, to buy it. Los Pollos looked good. So oh, it's, yeah. It's from Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. Breaking oh. Bad, if you guys watch yeah. the show. And um, like the one way of the best that- shows of all time. You know my favorite part about it? Is Los Spoilers from Miles? Yeah, was um no no that's not my favorite part of the <laughs> show. I'm saying my favorite part was that Gus kept it so clean. Gus was the the guy who owned the the franchise Los Spoilers from mm-hmm. Miles, and yeah. he was actually he owned a few stores. You owned a few. By the way, if you're listening, we have these little trinkets on our side table that a like trinket? That's on the, wait, what are they called? I don't know what that word is. Memorabilia. No. Um, what are they called? Antiques. I would not say trinket. No, figurines. No, no, no there's a word for it. There's a word for it's it. It's like trinket. Yeah, I don't like trinket. <laughs> I like figurines and models better. <laughs> no, there's a word for it. Little things. Action figures. No. Trotskis? Trotskis? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, knickknacks. Toys. They're knickknacks. I'm not saying knickknacks. Knickknacks are like snacks. No, they're not. No, well, whoever like little, called a knickknack a snack? Are like My v- uncle does. <laughs> Wait, he says, have a knickknack? He says, he says, I've, he says, bring me the knickknacks and you I've, bring him so, like crackers and peanuts and stuff. I heard it from him for the first time and I was like, okay, knickknacks No, are knickknacks are definitely little I things. I think they're smaller. Little, little I think it's like- Smaller than this. Smaller, yeah. I think it's a- They're definitely decorations, by the way. It's a universal word for things that are- Decorations. Just decorations. No, they're, de- they're literally for us. what we're using them for. Knickknacks Decor- has never been used for food, by the way. Knickknack. They're only rack. for decorations. Dug a bone. First of all- But yeah, okay. We have these little like things on our side table and I really, really, really want a good burger here. So if anybody can send us a link to a cute, small, little good burger thingy, that would be highly appreciated. Or recommendations. Or of, recommendations. Uh, other a Hot Wheels shows. good burger. Oh, yeah. Or if you want to send us something, let us know. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We'd love to have your stuff. <laughs> you guys, oh yeah. <laughs> Let's not pay it. for it. Let's have someone else pay. No. Nah. No, if you want to, like, um, yeah, that'd be cool. Cute. Yo, so- 
the other day, so we get home from this podcast pretty late, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And um, that day, the last time we recorded a podcast, you know, it was pretty late. Uh, all of us, we live in safe neighborhoods. God mm-hmm. bless. But yeah. um, when I got home, the last time we were doing a podcast, right? I was on the phone with my friend and I saw this guy, you know, in front of my house. He was shining a flashlight in like our bedroom windows. <gasps> And then I was like, hold up, hold up, Mark. Uh, something's going on. And I didn't know who the guy was. Mm-hmm. And then he's doing it like to a few other houses close by. And I was like, what the hell? What's going on? And it's like this big like shadowy figure. And I didn't know who, who it is and what, what they want. And then this like van pulls up behind me. <gasps> and I was like, yo, I don't know what's going on. Right. I got to go. He's like, no, no, don't go. Yeah, you should definitely stay on the phone. But I don't like that because I feel like if I if I keep talking, then, you know, if something's about to go down, they're going to hear me. I was like, I'm just going to turn off the car. I'm going to turn off my phone. Why don't you I'm drive sit away? There. Well, I was parked. Okay. And then the van is behind <gasps> me. And then the guy is in front of me. Oh my God. So now I got to come up with a plan. All right. Do I open the door, throw my keys at him, run this way? Uh, throw your keys at him? Yeah, throw, throw some sort of distraction. I can tell he's slow. You know when you can tell somebody's slow? He's yeah. slow. So <laughs> I was like, okay, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to put my chin up. I'm going to walk into my house and he's not going to say or do anything. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I open my door. Oh my God. And one of the doors open. From the van. From the house. Oh. No, no. Um, and it's my neighbor, Ahmed who is our friend. You've seen him on the vlogs. Uh-huh. And I was like, yo, Emma. And he's like, he comes out, he's peeking. He's like, what? What happened? I was like, did you see that? He's like, what? I was like, somebody's like shining light like at our houses. What's going on? And he's like, oh, they are? And then he closes the door. <gasps> no! <laughs> and I was like, Emma, where are you going? And then I'm like, okay, I got to make a run for it. Because the guy, he's actually walking the other way now. And, um, so I'm like, okay, this is my chance. I got to get in the yeah. house, grab a weapon, right? What, so what? then, No, get in the house, unlock the door. Well, there's a danger outside. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I start making a run for it. Then Amit opens his door again. He starts running. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Wait, why is he running? He's running? Yeah, he starts running for towards what? the guy. Wait, oh. why is he running towards the guy? I was like, Amit, what are you doing? And he goes, that's my door dash. <laughs> 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 Bro, when I tell you, I was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, what is this man doing shining a flashlight? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I was looking for the house number. Wait, <laughs> I'm like, what? my guy, this is not the way to do it. You use your car lights. And I'm like, Emma, it's like 3 a.m. <laughs> what are you doing ordering DoorDash? Bro, I was hungry. I was like, man, I thought I was in my head like Liam Neeson. Oh. I'm like, okay, I'll call the house. Tell my brother, like, you get ready at the front door. I'm going to distract him. Then you bang him in the back of the head. <laughs> he falls. We call the police. We're heroes. Ross, you think that you're the main character so bad. It's not about being a main character. It's about preventing further harm. By doing main you character You would be actions. providing yourself. Yeah, by doing main character actions. But like, you should have gotten your butt inside the house and locked the door. You're like, let me go into that truck no, and no, get no, a no, weapon no. so if, I can protect if myself. If I save my neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. If I, <laughs> listen to me. If I went inside mm-hmm. 
I would have had the biggest anxiety attack of what's going to happen now. Because why would your hero self either not I can call stop, the cops? Either wait, I can wait, stop wait, wait, wait. Let me ask you this. Were you planning to grab the weapon and go back outside or stay inside in case they came after you? If I don't know where the danger is, how can I stop the danger? If I stop the danger, so which there is, is no more danger. So, what, okay, hold so on. Which, Let's just ask him this. What were you going to do when you got your weapon? Well, I was going to threaten him. What do you mean? Okay, yeah. Now I'm, I'm on their lights? side. Why are you being all hero? Like, yeah. nah. If you come outside with a baseball bat and this man's like, I was just doing door Guys, I'm, I'm being serious. If you go inside, then it doesn't go away if there was a real threat. Yeah. It's, it's For like, us, the threat would not be solved by you. You would need to call a cop. Because, okay, I, no, no. I would call the police, but I'd have to be looking at him the whole time. And I can't look at him unless he's still. And the way to get him still, I need to either threaten him or bring him down. How fast was he moving? He was like the hashlinging slasher. It seems like he's a bad door dasher. <laughs> he was. Like, well, he can't find well I felt bad because he was a <laughs> old, he was like an old guy. Oh, he's Aww. an old guy. He's like about old to beat up. Wait, why guy. is he door dashing at three a.m.? Because Am would probably order. Probably you know, you know, time, but he you know, Amber, to times are tough. <laughs> they, times they are do, tough. They do make good money, and you know, if you're one of the few it people in the middle tip. of the night, that's probably oh, yeah. a lot there's, of money. There's a lot of old people I've seen working some jobs that I just feel bad. Like the other day, my mom got some flowers delivered to her, and this. Old lady, I'm talking about the chocolate lady from SpongeBob. Oh, shit. Comes in by the door and she has this huge thing of flowers. And I'm like, oh, let me grab that. She's like, I got the door. Don't worry, honey. I was like, ma'am, you're about to die. Like in my yes. head, I was like, no, no, like she was about to fall over oh my God. trying to hold this door and the vase. I was like, who has you doing this? And then I was like, I was trying to tell my brother what was going on. I was like, you should see this lady. And then he was like, well, she's probably gone by now. I was like, no, she's probably walking to her van. <laughs> and she was. It was like 10 minutes later. And then she's like backing up slowly and then driving away. I was like, Damn. man. Did, she, did like, she have a flashlight too? No, no, it was daytime. Oh, okay. Why <laughs> didn't Emma call the DoorDasher instead of running after him? <laughs> I don't know. I was I was mad at Emma more than anybody in that situation because this is, this is inappropriate. Okay, I don't know why this is going to sound messed up, but you started, you said a running story and it just quickly reminded me, this is irrelevant, but um, uh, we were coming back from Deep Creek the other day and we're like on a major highway, like a huge highway. And we're just driving probably like an hour into the drive. And all of a sudden I see like a figure on the side running really quickly, like really fast. And I was like, wait, 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 be careful, be careful. I was telling the driver, I was like, be careful, you're about to hit it. They're like, yeah, I see the truck. I was like, no, you're about to hit it. And they were like, yeah, I see the truck. And I was like, you're about to hit it. And we were maybe three inches away. It was a cow sprinting on a highway. <laughs> and you're trying to yell at the cow that you're about to hit the- I'm trying to tell the driver. The driver. Oh. And he's talking about a truck on the road and he's maybe like three inches away. Like the mirror was three inches away. Well, first of all, why? I've never seen a cow sprint. Yeah, I was just trying to think of How fast are you guys going? Bro, the cow was sprinting for its life. Are you sure it was a cow? I swear. I literally, I called the cops Some right people away. people looking like cows. Wait, wait, how fast were you guys going? We were going like 60, 65. And then, no, a cow? Amber. And no, no, we passed Amber. a cow. We passed the cow. Amber, sometimes, okay. sometimes it's okay to exaggerate a story a little bit for like the- you know, For the us, the thing. cow wasn't keeping up with the us. The cow is not going the 65 cow. miles an hour. We, we drove past it, but the cow was going like really fast. It's and a Tesla cow. <laughs> No, but listen, the cow is sprinting, like literally like like arms, legs out, sprinting. Never seen a cow sprint. <laughs> this I cow called- got nitros in the tutters. 
<laughs> I called the cops and I was like, there's a cow sprinting on the side of the highway. Why'd you call the cops on the cow? <laughs> <laughs> That's when you should have got, got a weapon and beat it. They're about like to frost. start, the cow's about to start protesting. <laughs> Wait, what? Beat it? I was trying to get it saved. You should have done it You guys should have switched what I you guys didn't, did. Listen, the shoulder was ending <laughs> and the way that the cow was running, it was going to run into traffic and get killed. Everyone just carrying the cow. <laughs> call the cops. I'm not the cow carrying over here. <laughs> I'm not calling uh, the cops on the cow. I'm calling the cops for the cow. Free my man cow. <laughs> I didn't want the cow to get hurt. And so they were like, yeah, we've gotten- You should have captured it. That drone fast. No, let me tell you. It was faster than that. Amber. It was so much faster. Small. That's going like 10 miles per hour. It was Yikes. going way faster. Listen, so they were like, yeah, we've actually gotten a lot of calls about the cow already. Up cow running video for reference. <laughs> they were just like, we've already gotten a lot of story is. calls about the cow already. And they're like, we're sending a team to go round it up. All right. Oh. You don't need a team. <laughs> No, they the did. Cops be doing too much too. The cow was so fast. The cops like some action, <laughs> and they didn't know how to. St- Never mind. I'm done. Why did I share the good stories with y'all? Man, you just you're gonna cause a police brutality case against the cows. Bro, I was trying <laughs> to save the cow, not call the, the cops on the cow. I'm calling it for the cow. You know how the cows have the sign that say uh, "Eat more chicken." It's now they're gonna have other signs because free my man's cow, free my man's, yeah, <laughs> because of what's going on with them, yeah. I would buy that t-shirt, free my man's cow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would too, because apparently I'm the one who caused it. <laughs> <laughs> what's okay. your What's your story that happened recently? After <laughs> last podcast, um, I don't know if you guys heard, um, but- Ross got secretly engaged. Ross got secretly engaged. What the heck? Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, so- We I had an anonymous tip come in. Anonymous tip came in. Nuh-uh. And yeah. they forced us to kind of speak about yeah, tip. and and now we have to discuss this topic. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Anonymous tip came into you. Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving, yo. What is this? <laughs> and they wanted us to ask you so directly a question. <laughs> yo, I'm leaving. And the question is, I'm leaving. No, no, no! Come back, come back, come back. The question is, why were you such an f boy? That's the tip. <laughs> you looking like an F boy. We got a picture of you. We got a picture of you from prom. From prom. Who sent it to you? Don't worry about it. <laughs> but uh, Frost be looking really cute. <laughs> wait, wait, let me see the picture. Let me no, see no, the don't picture. Show him, don't show him. Don't show him. Because oh, I, right. I think it'll we'll make describe it obvious. It. Isan, do you think you can describe this? Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he looks like one of those <laughs> fuck boy brown people from high school. <laughs> Who were in all the prom pictures and you know, in he all was the, in the a homecoming king, right? What were you was not? It? No, no, no. It was, um, we left homecoming. No, no, spring something. Oh, the, the uh, Sadie one. Hawkins. No, we didn't have that. <laughs> that, that, that picture right there looks like it's straight from prom. You probably got you probably got your girlfriend with you, no. and then and then okay. a side chick like over in the back somewhere. Or she's probably taking the picture. <laughs> Who's doing this? <laughs> I don't like this at all. This it's is not even that bad. For you had no, no, no. I don't like that. I say something on the podcast, and you have tips coming in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have it like that now. Yeah, that's this how it be. Anyone else have frost tips? Let send them in. Send if, them in. I'm telling you guys right now. If this behavior continues, <laughs> I'm not going to share awesome stories anymore. Okay? Uh-huh. 
You could next, just encourage tips for everyone else. Next, next, you're gonna have the DoorDasher on the podcast. <laughs> oh, we love yeah. to. I'll bring the cow on the podcast. Wait, so what? What made you get this haircut? What's the? It's a faux hawk, right? Yeah, it's like a nice mm-hmm. faux hawk. It looks like you put a helmet on your head you and then cor- you took nice it off. Corsage on you. That's a corsage, right? The flower thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a nice, beautiful flower on you. Do I look handsome? He has a bow tie on handsome. and a vest. Thank you. Thank you. And you look very happy. Yeah, yeah. you look very happy. Like. He looks like every brown kid that post engagement happiness. Oh, post engagement happiness. All right, my man just got engaged. He's smiling. Accidental engagement. Accidental engagement. This is you guys are funny. You know that. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? If you have any more tips from Faraz at any point, go ahead and send them in. But this was great. You know what? You know what? It's not like it's not like something. Oh, I see the photo. (laughs) I mean, it's not like anything that I wouldn't. Uh, what's it called? Like I thought it was gonna be something that yeah I know I would not see coming. Like something no like we, we wouldn't do that. We, to you. No, we were hoping for it. We definitely asked. No, for no, 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 no. Like something I, that I could not uh, clarify. Oh, as, as in like it would not be the truth or something. And like yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be like, oh, okay. So what do I even say but, about this? So you agree? You were a fuckboy. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I just look. Do you like believe one. him, Shamir? I just yeah, look I like him. one. I was okay. He looks like one though. Yeah. I, well, I don't even wait. What uh, year is this? Senior year, right? By senior year, one, I'm like friendly with everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't. Were you one of those people who was like an asshole to other brown girls our age? No, I was. I've always been. <laughs> Why do you my think personal, like that? My personal triggers are coming out. <laughs> I was only the only time I was like really. Um, rude and full of ego and stuff was when I was really little Mm. and like throughout elementary school, middle school, high school, like I was probably very uh, insecure and shy why? Like you said, you you say Damn, that all the pity comments. <laughs> He's like, like, oh, oh yeah, I'm so such a shy boy. Oh my god! What do you want me to say? Like I wasn't, I wasn't what you think. I wasn't like going around getting girls. You said that you were popular. You want, to, you want me to say I wasn't? No, even the uh, the prince thing that I won, I was. I didn't apply for it. I didn't know I was right. in it. Like people just voted for me. Okay, and that's the definition of being popular. Not a shy boy. Not a da da da. No, no, like- no. But the reason was also like people don't like other people, and sometimes they'll give you a vote because it's like, oh, like I'm not gonna vote for them. I'm not gonna vote for them. Oh, he's a good guy. Like he's nice. Bruh, I would never have like literally if we were friends in high school, we wouldn't be friends in high school. Like if we knew each other, <laughs> I think we would. I think we would be friends. I don't think so. I don't think you would be friends with me. If you if you did anything that was just <laughs> annoying, um. Where it's just like too much, uh-huh. I probably would like ignore you, or like. <laughs> well. But I wouldn't be like, "Oh, Amber is this." Like, when I never I tell put anybody you, on blast. I don't. Brown think so. boys in high school, like they just needed to wait for us to glow up. But I swear they thought they were better than us in high school. I I heard, they were so strong after the white girls. They did not give us the time of day. Amber, you speak. Way too generally, first of all. I know. <laughs> that is a problem. There was this one girl that like in middle school, um, my friends and I, like we made a project and like uh, made fun of her in some way. And that was like the worst thing that I did to someone. You made it a project? Like there was a project and there was like a joke in there, which I didn't know was like a really, like it would hurt her in some way. I thought it was like a funny joke or whatever. And uh, 
yeah, like she got really upset about it. Like I had to go to the principal's office. Like my dad was called and all this stuff. And I was just like, damn, like he, I didn't This is know. him trying to tell us he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Send him so- more tips. Send him more tips. Then we'll talk about it. Yeah. I'm not like that, yo. I'm just kidding. So you this wasn't that be- bad, but we were just prompting the audience to know that if you have information, we are collecting it. I like your, your fear. Your reward is, I know. I, was, I like so, the fear. I was legit scared that like- <laughs> Something that I don't. What scares me is you what know I don't what's crazy, know. Crazy, Shamir. Yeah. That reaction makes me feel like there's something oh. that we could that we could find out about that he's worried that we would find out about. There's there's really not. It's For just us, that, that reaction. That you reaction. were you had the, one foot out the door. Not even this door. The front you know, door. You know how like when you guys try to plan birthdays and stuff, like it literally eats me alive that I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is me all the time. I don't know how you guys don't know that yet, but like it. Literally kills me when I don't know something <laughs> that like involves me because I need to know everything. I don't know why so I'm like plan surprise birthday parties or something. No, yes, yeah, don't. He, he, hates he really that. hates that. That's why we have to do it. Yeah, that's fact. <laughs> one, time, one time somebody got me like some gifts and um, I like rejected them because I was like, I don't want these. And then, <laughs> and then they started crying and then their mom had to get involved and was like, you need to accept the gifts. Yeah, because that's messed up. You don't not accept gifts. It's just, I don't know why it just makes me really, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> send in a tip. Psychology, some, some psychologist out there, send a tip. I Insta- have one for you, paranoia. Yeah, it is. A- mm. <laughs> 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 why do you say it like that? Well, it'd be like that. Like, you know how earlier we're talking about, what is the whole DoorDash situation? Yeah, it's paranoia. That's true, guys. On the a cow real- situation, <laughs> yeah, no, gonna, I don't no. know what that was. That was psychosis or something, schizophrenia. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I I'll be at my mosque, like looking at the doors and exits and stuff, and thinking somebody's and about to bust in. If someone did, like, what's the go-to action? Who do I protect? It's not about being a hero. I swear to God, it's just about like, I just need a plan. No, I get yeah. that. Yeah, I need yeah. to plan. I need to be ready, and I need to like. In situations like that, every while everybody's like scrambling and running around figuring out what to do, a lot of people go in shock. In death, a lot of people go in shock. I no longer go in shock. It's because I just well, like shock. Just well, now. that's because you're in shock. That's because you're in shock <laughs> all other like, minutes. I'm in shock at all times, <laughs> except yo. for except for when it's time to be in shock. Then that's I, why that I can't time. sleep. Sometimes I just be like thinking about things about like. Okay, like if this were to happen, if this were to, I like literally plan out so many things in my head, and sometimes they happen, uh-huh. and then it's just like. I'm ready. Right now would be a great time for a BetterHelp sponsorship for therapy. But, you know. Sponsor us. Yeah. So if you're BetterHelp, go ahead and sponsor us. But in the meantime. cows run too fast. (laughs) So we need some help. In the meantime, if you need to see a therapist, please do so. Please don't be in every moment of your life thinking something. Are you talking to me? (laughs) No. What? (laughs) Please don't be sitting there (laughs) thinking about you have like something about a busting through the door Uh, and what you need to do next at every moment. Listen, it keeps me. And being going in life, being scared of DoorDash drivers. (laughs) It keeps me alive. It keeps my, it, it keeps a little thrill, a little edge on everything. I'm going to order DoorDash next time we're here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared of DoorDash. Yo, that's why they call them DoorDashers. This guy was not dashing though. Um, not he was in the physical dashing. Way. Um, let's talk about something else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enough about this. It's making me paranoid. Um, there was, so you guys saw Malala. Mm-hmm. Um, that's she, a long conversation you're having over there. It's with my sister. <laughs> okay. Because we talk about these things. My sister and I have a separate podcast. Uh, 
Over text. <laughs> Over just life. Uh, but no, she sent it to me um, because Malala made the Vogue cover. Really mm-hmm. beautiful cover. Mm-hmm. Really nice. Beautiful. Red all over. Yeah, yeah. it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's a big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. Malala, she's this young person. She's what, 23? Um, Pakistani? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. If you don't know, uh, she was the one that got shot in the head, in the face by the Taliban um, and survived the attack. school, right? Uh-huh. And then she uh, went on to win a Nobel Peace Prize because of all the work she'd been doing, continued on from her dad. Um, regarding women's rights Mm -hmm. and all these things. Now she lives in uh, the UK. Uh, After this article came out, uh, there was a few headlines in like, you know, um, Pakistan especially. And it was quoting one part of the article. Oh. And she says in the article, I don't understand why people get married. Why can't we live together as partners without marriage? Mm. And this this is the conversation that's been going around. About this article. Now, I told you guys to read the article. How long yeah. was the article? Article is really long. Super really long. long. And honestly, it it that that part was mm-hmm. the very last paragraph, and it was a very minuscule part of the part of the article. What 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 worries me about something like this is that, first of all, our like um, how quickly we share something without, you know reading it, right? Okay, mm-hmm. so this is from a Vogue article. Mm-hmm. Let me go see what the context is, right? Because even when I read this mm-hmm. on its own, it's like, well, what does she mean by that, yeah. right? Like, don't you wonder immediately, like she says, I don't understand why people get married. Why can't we live together as partners without marriage? It, Malala didn't just come out and just like stand on a mic and was like, we shouldn't get married, yeah. bye. <laughs> like yeah. there obviously is a lot of context behind it, right? Yeah. yeah. This is the same thing. If you guys remember, we discussed it um, that happened to Harry Styles. He was also on Vogue and everybody blew up the part about him wearing feminine clothing. That, yeah. That's typically feminine, right? <clears throat> the skirts and all of that. Yeah. Um, and he talked about it in a very small part mm-hmm. of the article, which is another really long article. Rest of the article is beautiful. It talks about how creative he is, his upbringing, all these things. Right. In the same way, Malala, she was talking about all the things that she's been going through yeah. since having this huge sort of pressure on her. Yeah. She's a young, young girl. Also, a lot of it's like normal girl stuff. Like, oh yeah, I yeah. just graduated college. Um, Don't know moving. what I'm going to do next. Just yeah. staying with my mom, eating her lamb curry. Yeah, like, you know, she got this huge Vogue cover and it's basically kind of showing that like, although she's had all these uh, Nobel Peace Prize, all these, um, you know, accomplishments, she's just like, oh, I'm just a normal girl. And yeah. I think, you know, this little conversation at the end just being blown out of proportion. Yeah. The way that she said that part even was so nonchalant mm-hmm. and yeah. non-conclusive. It was just kind of in, it was just a thought like, oh, I don't know why things work like this almost. Which yeah. a lot of kids nowadays, not even kids, but like people our generation, millennials, and maybe even Gen Z are thinking in the future, like marriage might not be like what we imagine it yeah. to be. And like, they're not even considering it. To be honest, the way that she said it too, like I kind of felt that like in a way. Only because if you take away the religious aspect to it, and which is what she's saying too, we have a strong religious connection to her because she is very uh, visually Muslim. Wears the hijab. Yeah. And in the article, she talks about how, they talk about how she's wearing it around her neck and how she wears out in public more as a cultural symbol than anything else. No, no, no. Equally as a cultural symbol because where she comes from, um, it's, it's, a sim- it's, it's a, a traditional symbol. sort of thing. 
Yeah, but she was saying that it's a cultural symbol. She didn't say a religious symbol. Not only religious. Though. Yeah, yeah. But she was saying it was a for her. Yeah. It was a cultural symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you know when she went on to say in context like you know um, I don't even know how I feel about marriage. Like part of me thinks that you know we should just live like this or whatever. Sometimes like I I be like you know if I wasn't Muslim and I had these types of you know connections in that way like how I was raised and how I'm wired part of me would probably believe that too just because I mean that could be also just my marriage trauma talking but still like I do feel like you know there's this long process to marriage and there's a lot of beauty in it too but there's this pressure on being married specifically for these girls which she's saying herself like you know she gets all these like says whatever with people with all these acres and whatever, whatever. And she's just a simple girl being like, I'm not sure if I want to do that. And I don't think there's really anything wrong with her stating such a simple opinion. Well, even like right now we're dissecting that thought, right? Which yeah. we don't know her intent, intent behind mm-hmm. it. But what, if you read the rest of the article, it talks about how she is in college and just wanting to like live. Mm-hmm. And, and she actually liked that, you know, she wasn't, uh, the smartest there. There was people much smarter than her. And sometimes she just wanted to, you know, watch TV and eat junk food and just like hang out with her friends. And she would go to bars mm-hmm. where she wasn't drinking, but she just wanted to see the scene, mm-hmm. right? And so when you have all of that into context, it just tells me that she's just this young girl who got put in a position that who could be ready for it, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And then now you're having to try to equally live your life mm-hmm. in a way that tries to meet many people's expectations. Yeah. Okay, so we know the expectations that Pakistani people or Muslim people have on mm-hmm. her. Think about, for example, being a Gen Z kid, right? Yeah. It's difficult to be that when you don't have the background, uh, you know, that, that like we might have on the West, okay? Obviously, she's gone to um, school in the UK and all of that, but mm-hmm. like to try to adapt to yeah. what's normal, what's not, mm-hmm. it's a very difficult thing to do. And, you know, who does she have? Like that girl, Greta, right? Uh, who, who does the, um, what's it called? Speaks up for climate change and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when she's doing all, all of these things um, where you don't, exp- like you don't see her in just uh, talking to these really, uh, you know, all these news channels and mm-hmm. people of importance, quote unquote, and just doing like regular things or questioning things as she should be. Like, why are we so quick to just put it down? Yeah. If she's she herself is headed in such a great direction, if you want to see her become a leader, then you have to let her like explore and be curious. There's also like a huge Malala hate train happening too, mm-hmm. where people are like, you know, Malala doesn't represent us with her um, saying that her scarf is just a cultural symbol. Like you can take you and your cultural symbols and get out of here. And I just saw a huge hate train happening from Malala because they're like, in a way stating that she kind of fell into the position that she did mm-hmm. and that, that then it was like giving her her peace prize and then she's set up for in the situation. Like in a way she didn't ask for it either. That was just kind of the trajectory of her life. And she chose positivity at most, you know, points. But I think that taking this, a lot of Pakistanis don't like Malala because of the fact that she has these, liberal views and you know yeah, and that's what are, i'm saying with the gen z thing right mm-hmm. like she'll uh you know befriend mia khalifa yeah and that's a very uncomfortable uh relationship for a lot of people because they're like 
how does that make sense yeah. according to their values? Mm-hmm. And I think that she's trying her best. I think that, you know, a lot of people will say something like uh, she's too cocky or like the the terms that we use in our culture is like, oh, she's she's very smart. Chalak. Like mm-hmm. she's, mm-hmm. And that's anytime a woman has a voice. Yeah. Really. Anytime a woman is speaking with some confidence, you'll call her Jalak or smart. That's facts. And when she's speaking in that way, I admit that I have at times found her cringy. Mm-hmm. But like, what is my standard I'm holding her to? She's, you know, like, it's okay. Like, she's not going to be perfect. Why do we expect her to be like a world leader mm-hmm. at that age? Yeah. Right? And yeah. why can't Malala just be Malala? Yeah. That's just who she is. I, Even I wanna, she's older. I don't want to like stray away, but uh, I saw some similarities like, you know, Obama's daughter, right? She would mm-hmm. go to like college and stuff. And then she, it's like, oh, she's sitting there with a boy and people are taking like pictures of her. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so? She, or I think somebody like threw her a hit and she like took a hit of like a cigarette or something, yeah, whatever. Well, and it like, was blown up. People would always just take pictures of her randomly mm-hmm. and be like, look at what she's doing. And it's like, she's being a normal girl. Yeah. And they're like, oh, Obama, like, what do you think of this? You know, people look at these people that, you know, may be surrounded by, you know, greatness and stuff and just be like, they're not real people. Yeah. And it's like, they can be normal kids too. Yeah. And that's something that you have to kind of like learn to live with, right? There was movies like the, um, that one Anne Hathaway movie where like she's learning to be a oh, the princess, princess Diaries? or something. Yeah. Princess Diaries, right? Yeah. Where she was the princess of Genovia. And there's a lot of movies or TV shows where you see kind of like that you have a responsibility. You have to be a certain way. Um, and yeah, it's a tough thing to navigate. It takes away from the human aspect of it. It's like they almost want to strip you of your humanly aspects and want you to be like, sit on this chair and be perfect. But also, why are you sitting there and trying to be perfect? As long as you have good people in your corner and you see somebody who has good people in the corner, that's what you should really look at as far as like, you know, what are they allowing them to do? And mm-hmm. what's, and do you think they'll guide them back? So Malala's cause is great. She's working towards it. She, her parents, like, I mean, especially her dad, like it seems like they've raised her to be, you know, a really mm-hmm. great person. She has a great relationship with them. Mm-hmm. So whenever I see people who seem like, oh, they're in a certain position, but are like, are they allowed to be doing this? Are they taking it too far? You just look back at like, I think the people around them, you know, can manage that and they'll know uh, what to do. Look at Justin Bieber, for example, always having Scooter Braun in his corner. I don't know what kind of a person Scooter might be, but for him to always be there that whole time and from what Justin Bieber says about him and how much he's helped him throughout, you know, trying to navigate his childhood and childhood fame and all of that. Um, Billie Eilish, if you saw her documentary, it's incredible because it shows this exact thing of her being a childhood star Mm -hmm. and having her family who she's so close to Mm -hmm. never you know, allowing her to be Billy, yeah. but never uh, allowing her to damage herself in a way that yeah. like, you know, the society might say that she does. Yeah. Speaking of being in the spotlight and seeing people grow up, mm-hmm. there's an iCarly reboot happening. Mm-hmm. Do you guys watch iCarly? We, we just saw the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't tell what the real difference is, mm-hmm. but What'd I don't you know. Are you, I never liked iCarly. You never did? No. Oh, really? No. Right. I thought it was really... What cringy, corny, yeah, corny. Like I it's really part of the Drake it. and Josh. Yeah, I thought it was. Dope. I love Drake and Josh, but like it got, you know, Megan. like like for example, what's his name, Steve? Yeah, yeah, um, crazy Steve, crazy Steve. Yeah, like him. That joke was a joke when we were little, and then especially to see it now in the trailer, him being that character. Yeah, it's way too old. You guys don't feel that way? No, I do. 
No, I really do. It's just not funny. The anymore. It, uh, that whole it was. Tra- no, that tra- the trailer wasn't funny at all. <laughs> like, well, I, none of us what, laughed. I didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Is the trailer was just really a trailer. No official like filming has really been done. Like that was just the trailer to show for people. That and then sucked also, if they didn't even yeah, base that off of well, real clips. If they could literally choose anything that they wanted to do to make that, and that's what they came up with. I'm not impressed. Well, there's still, because I'm, I'm reading up on this now. Um, one, it's not going to be on Nickelodeon. It's actually going to be on Paramount Plus. So like, you know, local channel that has your CSI and whatnot. Yeah, but she then used the, the word target, sexy. So I was but, like, oh, this is not going to be on Nickelodeon. And they brought, and they brought up beer too. They were like, oh, oh really? Trying, yeah. Like well, no, the their full intention is to make this for the people who grew up watching the show, yeah. not kids. Yeah. So, oh. But that's, that, that's the problem I have with it is I wish it, they would have elevated it to be more adult friendly. The way that they made it seem was so kiddish. Like, oh yeah. Like the only joke that they really made were like, oh, like the sexy alien cheeks and whatever, or like the, the filter. Snapchat filter. Snapchat filter, whatever. And even that's like a, f- a little behind. But I mean, yeah. I the big thing that I noticed was that her co-star wasn't going to be on there. Yeah. Sam. I think um, I read somewhere that a, oh, she, the blonde girl? The blonde yeah. girl, yeah. Oh. And the Jennifer Gibby, Harvey. the chubbier guy. Oh. No, the guy the guy who was recording. No, that's, that's, oh, that's um, not him. Yeah. Whatever um, his name so is. So the blonde girl, Jeanette McCurdy, she actually is not an actor anymore. Yeah. Actress anymore. And I think back the then- The podcaster now. She's a podcaster. And back then, um, there was some- The director, apparently, of iCarly was very into like foot fetish, all that stuff. What? And oh yeah, there's like episodes of iCarly where they're just showing their feet in like mud and stuff. And like all throughout his shows, there's like, you know, weird stuff like that. And so apparently he had like some predatory um, things. So that's why wow. he didn't, she didn't want to come back. What the hell? Wait, so and he's, is he still directing it? I don't know. I don't um, there's, there's new producers. New producers. I think he was a producer. He was a major producer. So um, the, the reboot of iCarly will not be run by its original creator, Dan Schneider, yeah, as he is him. facing- Oh, Dan Schneider. He's the one as, that made Drake and Josh. He's the one, he is facing, he's the one who has a foot fetish? I don't know if he has a foot fetish, but there would be foot things in mm. a lot of his- um, As as sure. he is facing a number of allegations. Instead, the show will sport two new producers, Jake Hogan and Ellie Shoten. This is definitely the right move at the end of the day. Whatever that, well, I guess if they're not facing- You know, he would, he would love our show. What? Strange yeah. flavors. We're always all about the feet. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Foot cams. We didn't even foot do cams. we didn't even do our foot cam today. And I wore special socks. Amber's for foot got cam. the gross between the toe socks on. Let me tell you, these were in my donation pile. And that I can't t- be comfortable. And I, they're not that looks gross. These are not comfortable and they are very gross. That's like that's like having uh like just cloth okay. between your armpits. She has the basically that's the sweaty part of the feet. Basically her sock, it goes around each toe. Stop bringing it closer to me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a bad idea. The, the toe socks. Yeah, whatever. they're toe socks and they're really ugly and they're not comfortable. Whoever says these socks are comfortable, they're lying. Was it not, hard to nobody put Nobody says like, that. Do you have to no, they do. Each? You said that people said they're comfortable. I have like friends that are like, okay, that makes sense. Can you put but, your foot down? I'm not Dan Schneider. Yeah, I'm not Dan Schneider. <laughs> Yo, uh, I but, saw Steve. What's his name? Crazy Steve. Yeah. Uh, apparently he's on Bumble. Oh yeah, he's on Bumble. And like people are matching with him yeah. and he has like his photos from iCarly and stuff. Yeah. It's That's hilarious. crazy. It's so weird. Even I know that uh, I heard, I actually saw um, Miranda Cosgrove, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I saw an episode of her on Whitney Cummings uh, podcast mm-hmm. and she's so- um, Regular. Yeah, like yeah. I don't mean to be like rude, yeah. but and maybe that's her thing, but she does nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she's into like Whitney was running the whole thing and just asking her like, "What do you do? Like, what do you like?" And this mm-hmm. and that. She's like, and "Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah. Did you see it? No, but when she was on uh, David Dobrik's uh, videos, yeah, she was, she very... was like, yeah. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And that's funny. And Drake and Josh, she was the craziest character. Yeah. I was I like, know. dude, like she was a great actress. I mean, mm-hmm. she probably still is, but. And she's, she's like trying to find matches in LA too. She's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like I dated this one guy and like it didn't work out. <laughs> and I'm just yeah. like, how are you so just like normal? Normal. Like she yeah. reminds me of people that are like, you know, I know. Mm-hmm. And but that, like, that goes like with, she hasn't gone through anything. Yeah. Right. That goes with their expectations though, that we were just talking about, like of these people. Mm-hmm. We put like huge expectations, but they're just like normal people, you know? No, but it's She's oddly normal for being as exposed to the industry as she was. Like, like she's in School of Rock and like all those other I movies. I bet that, you like a lot of actors and actresses are also like- Like dry? Yeah, dry. Yeah, that makes sense. But like, I guess you're just putting on a really great performance. Yeah. I guess if she played a character that was like that, then we would be like, oh, okay, makes yeah. sense. But um, my whole question out of this is like, how do you make a good revival? Like a good reboot? Um, do you for, bring the same the most, elements? For the most part, you don't. You never do. Like, I think what's like, name, name a, a reboot. That's really good. I'm thinking of like um, Jurassic Park or yeah. yeah Jurassic Park, uh, Jumanji. Um, like House none of them are going to be as good. Huh? Fuller House wasn't terrible. It was. It wasn't. Okay. okay compared to what first, we just saw. <laughs> it was okay. It was like, we got the point in uh-huh. the first season of Fuller House and then I was like, oh, I'm not about to watch this anymore. Yeah. And I think like the, what's it called? The, when the cast like meets up again and does a reunion. Yeah. Like how they did with Friends. That works because you're going back with the and nostalgia it, and yeah. like talking about it and all of that. But like to, if, if they made a new Friends episode, I don't think it would have done that well. Or they did it with Fresh Prince or something. But isn't know. Fuller House doing really well or did really well? Mm-hmm. It did, but like. Okay, I'm watching High School Musical, the musical, the series. On don't they like parody Disney and the Disney. High School Musical? Like, don't isn't it like a musical in the show? It's a musical in the show about the musical, but it's a series. <laughs> okay, and it is like good. It's good. Like I like it a lot. It's very enjoyable. If I was a high schooler, definitely enjoy it more. But yeah. because I'm older and I actually watch the original High School Musicals, um, I have a like a different, I have like appreciation for it. So it's a weird crowd that like. A high school crowd would enjoy it, but because you had to like actually enjoy high school musical to enjoy it, it's a little bit weird. But it's like probably the best reboot reboot I've seen. Or is it a reboot if it's maybe, maybe I can or is it a continuation? It's not. It's it's a yeah, show not. about the that, movie. The same characters? No, no. They're not even in it. Those characters aren't even in it. It's just about that show. I think it's a different show then. No, it's it's a show, High School Musical, this musical, the series. It's a series about High School Musical uh-huh. and they have their own musical you, based on High School Musical. You keep saying about High School Musical as if like it's a documentary or just in the same- Like, like they, so their musical for their high school is High School Musical because High School Musical took place at their school. That makes sense. Okay, so it's in the same universe. Yeah. Like it happened. Yeah, yeah. But but it's still talking well, about what, as what a she's musical. talking about is uh they're pretty much recreating the original musical that oh. happened. No, they or- they are not. They you know how like Gabrielle and Troy were were high school musical. Yeah. They have people playing in the show auditioning for the role of, of Gabrielle and, and Troy. Troy. Yeah. So yeah. it was right, a musical. Yeah. So yeah. it's a musical in it's that a, universe. Yeah, yeah. So they're not like real people that actually went through those things. Mm-mm, no, okay. no, no. That makes sense. So, so that, like, it's kind of making fun of that whole thing. Yeah, I guess. It's actually good though. I like That's it. Dope. 
I just can't really think of any that are. Uh, what the, do you think of the Pixar sequels, Finding Dory, that come out like ten years I after? I watch Finding Dory. You never watch Finding Wait, Dory? Wait, what? No. Is it good? Okay, what about I don't watch Toy Story Four? What, what about Toy Story Four? Um, was Toy like, Story Three. It was unnecessary. Toy Story Three. Toy was Story amazing. Three was good. It's amazing. That but, was ten but that years was after. Like, but that was like we needed it. That was a first like, that's of a the reboot. That's a continuation. Right? Continuation. It's like a uh, ten years after, and it's like Andy. You know uh, what would happen? I thought that was a perfect ending, but I hated Toy Story Four. Mm. Um, but I thought I like Forky. Forky. <laughs> no, Forky was sucked. Forky was the worst Listen, character. I will not allow for Forky slander. Worst <laughs> character there could ever be. That's disrespectful. Um, but going back, hate it. Um, the only reason I brought iCarly uh, was that actually people are really excited for this series. Like they oh. saw the trailer. Are you Shamir? And don't you have a crush on Miranda Cosgrove or something? I have a crush on everyone. <laughs> you had a crush on Danny Phantom. Danny Phantom, uh, Miley Cyrus, uh, everybody. Okay. Yeah. But um, a lot of people are excited. <laughs> Let's go that okay. right. A lot of people are excited um, for this. Um, and they, they're saying like, oh, I'm glad it's the same song. It seems like they're trying to do it like as they're older uh, and stuff like that. The, so. Those songs though, those theme songs for all those shows hit so different. They bang. Like- Oh, that feels, are, it feels good to hear those songs. Yeah, yeah, and there can't be a Drake and Josh revival because Drake went Drake. to jail. Well, he's in, oh, yeah. <laughs> or he's in like allegations. I don't know the full thing, so I'm not going to bring it up. But Drake is always on one. <laughs> he's doing something crazy. It yeah. should be like Josh and Megan. <laughs> Megan and Josh. Yo, cool. don't, don't lie. Josh was never funny after he got skinny. Okay, what well, people that's love true. to say that because they think that's such a like strong <laughs> statement. Like it's not that funny. What I'm saying is if there was a reboot, like it wouldn't be funny because I think Josh is Josh fun. is not funny. Anymore. He for a while was carrying David Dobrik's vlogs with his wit. With his wit. Yeah, yeah. He's he's clever. No, no. I know Josh Peck, like he's funny. Yeah, yeah. But in, in the that show, character, that character like the whole, you know, uh repeating things. It's spherical. Like it's not funny anymore. When Even you do he it. hates it. He's like, I don't want to do these lines. Yeah, like, yeah, like those <laughs> lines don't work anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, last thing about like these reboots and all that. Sometimes when things get carried too far, you just lose like, you know, you, you just don't even know what it is anymore. Like Fast and Furious, right? What is it? The tenth movie that's out now? I think ninth. What? Okay, ninth they they're still going. Yeah, they're trying That's to crazy. they're trying to get a deal going where they collaborate with Jurassic Park. Huh? <laughs> I know. Like they did the planes. They did this. Uh, they're submarines. going to space. Space. They're going to space one. now. It's like, what's next? Oh, dinosaurs. We need yeah. dinosaurs. And it it was started out just being about cars and racing. Loki though. Are that kind all of, sound of the fire. original staff minus. Yeah. What is the name? Paul Walker? Paul Walker, yeah. yeah. Are all the original like uh, crew minus him still in all of the videos till now? V- movies. Movies? Yeah. Yeah. I think the as, far as, as far as actors and whatnot, yeah. It all changed. Uh, did anybody and, drop out? Well, here's- <laughs> What The here's, Rock did, right? The oh. Rock is not- Well, you, you talked about um, in the beginning when it was just about cars. So the first one had one director. The second had another director. And then mm. the third, Tokyo Drift- who's been directing it for the longest time, he may still be doing it, he may not. But with him, that's when it started to shift and get real crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they make a lot of money. Like, well, do I, especially. Over, okay, and also 10, apparently 10 is the finale. Uh, the interesting. Let's, let, let me tell you something, Isan. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Spoiler alert. They have a finale after the finale. It's not a finale. Here's the thing about like movies and especially like Fast and the Furious franchise, right? Um, comedies can't be globally successful. 
right? Mm-hmm. American comedy is different from uh, Indian comedy is different from Asian mm-hmm. comedy. Like it's all different. Um, uh, this is a good point. Romance, but action universally understood. Yeah. Action fighting, yeah. car driving. It's not, I don't, especially internationally. It's especially internationally, internationally because yeah. like, you don't know what they're saying. They just say family. And then like, everyone's like, oh yeah, family, <laughs> family. <laughs> but like driving, they're like, oh, that's so cool. Cars, action, explosions. Well, My that's dad amazing. Loves that's Hollywood if it's action anything. movies yeah. Yeah. that are like, um, like he, don't, he won't watch that many like American, what is it? Like Hollywood movies? Dramas, like- Whatever. Yeah. But- Action American movies. He's like, oh, like Munchakoy action movie. They yeah, bro. All my cousins. All my cousins like, too. They when we went to Pakistan last time, like they were like, yeah, we have to see Fast and Furious. Yeah, like, yeah. They're like, yeah, Rock, yo. The Rock. I was <laughs> like, like they what's, love- your, what's your favorite actor? He's like, oh, The Rock, man. Because, I be because like, the like- thing <laughs> is, like, they, we don't have people that look like this. Yeah. Over there, we don't have uh, these situations where you can make a movie with this kind of a budget and this like fantasy, this level of fantasy. And like, I remember Will Smith saying that like. Um, I forget who told him, but somebody had told him that like, when you make movies, you need to travel and, um, you know, go to Japan, go to India because those fans will go crazy for you. And that's how you make a blockbuster really successful. And it works. I think, I think, uh, maybe the rock was talking about Will Smith or something like that, but you know, the rock does that. And everybody in the world knows who that is because he travels with it. And those movies, no matter how corny the U.S. thinks they are, the U.S. is a very small part of it. Mm-hmm. Like I remember John Cena, he made a comment about Taiwan, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he had to immediately take that. Apologize. Yeah, he, he had to take that back and apologize to China um, because it affects their uh, gross income like crazy how much that movie makes. And so like on an international level, it doesn't matter what we think because they're making a ton of money and they're going to be able to do whatever they want from there. So there's that. iCarly is great, but iOS is way better. Wow. Why? You like that? That was a great transition. It was. Transition. <laughs> Thank you. Um, iOS. <laughs> like meaning, for us, you like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I like when Shamir gets nerdy. Um, <laughs> it's hot, dude. The window's open. Nerd hour. No, no, he's saying it's oh. hot. It's <laughs> the windows open. <laughs> oh, the window. Amber, Amber, it could be freezing cold in here. But Nerdy Shimmer is the hottest version of Shimmer, right? I'm like, both of the windows are wide open. What more could we do? <laughs> like, we have the fan on too. iPhone always seems to come out, or just Apple seems to come out with certain updates a lot later than what's been on Google or Android. Android, like, has like five years before. But when they do it, it's a movement. Mm hmm. And it becomes a cultural norm, basically, of like, you know, behaving socially in certain ways and what people tend to do like, and stuff. Like, I always see new updates, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I Like, them announced. And then, like, when the update finally comes out in, like, September, I see, like, Twitter screenshots of, like, the new FaceTimes and, like, people using it in these ways. And when, like, they had the uh, animation face things, like, people were using mm-hmm. them. Like, I... Culturally, like you see these updates in like screenshots and like text mm-hmm. message bubbles, and the, the fact that you know green and blue bubbles like are so uh, important. Yeah, don't text yeah. me if you're green. <laughs> um, that's colorist. Yeah, just WhatsApp me. Um, the interesting thing about this update is now you can be on FaceTime and listen to music at the same time. So if I want to show you Amber wow. an album that just came out. 
right? Like the new Rona Pono album that's coming out. We can, have, we can listen to it at the same time. If you hit pause. COVID re- uh, listening parties. See, now late. you're getting it. It's kind of late, but. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> no, but I mean, overall, like yeah. COVID changed the way that we interact yeah. with each other. And like people are, it's, got, it's here to stay as far as like the ways that, you know, we're mm-hmm. interacting virtually. Yeah. Like especially during uh, COVID and stuff a lot of these apps are coming out where you get to play party games with like your friends right. and FaceTime and all that stuff. And it was like third party apps that were kind of like janky. But yeah. seeing it now like officially in the iOS, mm-hmm. that's kind of cool. Well, it's going to be, it's, uh, what I mean is it's going to be here in our lives yeah. to stay that level of interaction because people are going to figure out, oh, I don't actually need to go to work for everything or I don't actually need to mm-hmm. be in person uh, for a hangout in every instance. So guys, let's just do this. So now, you know, like with the music thing, you can hit pause. It'll pause it for me. You can add something to a playlist. Wow. Uh, I'll see what's next. We can, it, like, it's in real time. Like you're sitting in front of a CD player and like hitting pause and switching out CDs and all that. Wow. Plus watching movies together. Wait, how can you watch movies together? So like if you're either on your phone watching it on Netflix or something, or Is you it can like airplay a it. showing on your phone, like it's split screen? It'll show you the video in the full screen. And at the bottom, like in the corner, it'll show you the other person. Wow. And you can like text during it or it'll like turn the volume down if you're saying something. You can have multiple people in it. That's game changing. So I don't know, like whenever something like this happens, it scares me just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Why people are going to be too addicted. Paranoid. (laughs) I I think that like we're just moving in the direction where- we're all living together separately. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Meaning like you're not alone anymore. Mm-hmm. You you can be, but it's, you're not like, because everything exists. I mean, I never feel alone with like my phone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You just check Twitter and you're like, see what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Go on Instagram. You're a part of somebody's life and their story or whatever. You know, like you can always be interacting with somebody. But I felt like that for a while now. And in this case, so it makes it in some way it's cool because it's like long distance people. It makes it more attainable and all that type of stuff. But it does definitely take away from like the personal social interaction um, but I don't know about you guys, but I feel the same level of exhausted that I do from an in-person hangout that I do than I do like on a Zoom or like- I feel home. way more exhausted on a Zoom because in person, you That's don't even have to, you, you could like be doing your own thing. You could leave when you want. You can go to a different room and you can, I mean, move like in a, in a virtual, yeah. when you're on camera, you're sitting there in the same seat. You have to be present. And you have to be listening and like, mm. it's, it's way more exhausting. That's online, a good point. I think. That is actually yeah. a really good. Point. I mean, look at kids. Like I've, I, all the kids that are at my mustard and stuff, I've been keeping up with them um, this whole last year and hearing their feedback. It's like the only part they like is that they get done school earlier and can play video games or like be doing other things. But otherwise, I mean, all that social interaction, all that sort of like, um, moving around. Yeah, like you're, if you're, when you're a kid, like you're just moving. Meeting people. And so all that stuff, it gets, it gets annoying. But like, what I'm also thinking is that, you know, when it comes to, like, I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people that are like, oh, technology is taking us mm-hmm. in the wrong direction. Because like, if you have long distance relationships or just want to yeah. watch a movie where like, you can't go out and you can watch something together, like, it's really dope. Yeah. All this technology is really great. But like what you're saying, you know, there was another um, part of this update where uh, your keys 
can be in your phone the same way that all your credit cards are mm. in your Apple wallet. So now all of the cards are going to have updates uh, that integrate with your phone. Mm. And so now your phone is your keys, your wallet, um, you know, your notepad, calculator, everything that's always been. And, you know, if you lose the phone, <laughs> like you lose a lot of it. I'm sure there's ways to you yeah, know, have you backups just, and all that. Yeah. I mean, you I lose the credit cards. Chain. That's even harder, I feel like. Yeah, it's way worse to lose a credit card than it is to lose yeah, your phone because you, you can lock your phone out yeah. easily. You lock your phone out, get a new one. I mean, it's more expensive to get yeah, a but phone. My but point, yeah, my point but is though that like you can't- It's more secure. You yeah. can't leave your phone because before, yeah, I mean- Does that bother you that you can't leave it your does, phone? It does because mm-hmm. like even if I want to be like, all right, I don't want to have the phone with me right now. It's like, ah, damn, like I need it for this. Yeah. Well, the thing is- um. There's still so many people that still love keys. They still love gas cars. Mm-hmm. They still love the old stuff, right? There's still a bunch of old people that don't even have Apple devices. So the, all these car companies <laughs> are still going to have to, you know, uh, cater to these older um, generations. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of nice. Well, you want to keep up with the times in our case. Yeah. But at the same time, like one of the only times I feel detached is when I'm like gardening, cutting the lawn doing things like this where I actually don't need anything. Yeah. And it's it's like you actually need shed keys. You need like lawnmower equipment and like, mm. you know, all that where you feel like um, you're in control and you can take your time. Online, it just feels like everything's on the clock. Yeah. And things are going to come and go and be relevant and, you know, run out of time. And yeah, like if you're not present… Um, in what's going on, especially in our field, then you miss out on a lot and don't know how to go along. Like when somebody in our friend group even like comes into a new game or something that we're all using and we have to like tell them like, oh, you didn't know this? Like they're so behind. I remember one time when all those things that the interactions with the messages came up, like you can like a message, dislike a message. Amber didn't have the update and she Bro. thought that it was within like some <laughs> slang. Yeah, yeah. So people would be like, um, so this mind person you, I was liked- like one month late to this update. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But people were like, <laughs> okay, uh, you know, when you uh, like something and then um, the little thumbs up will show up. On this top was of when the those te- first message. started happening. Yeah. I had an iPhone five and it, and the iPhone <laughs> seven had come out. So I was two years behind Amber. and I was, it was a month. I'm, t- I'm trying to explain. So I was writing in my, it. listen, <laughs> we need the story. I'm first. trying to explain it. So you're r- making the excuse before the I'm story. I'm not making the excuse. Shut okay, up. She had this old ass phone. Right. Right. And then, <laughs> and so and the thumbs up came out. The thumbs up came out and then she would see uh, Sana liked Hey, how are you guys doing? And the whole message. And the whole message, right? And so the Amber was trying to be a part of that. And so then she would be like, Amber liked, and then copy the message <laughs> and paste it. She typed in Amber liked because or I Amber thought, laughed at. Because she thought we were all doing that. I thought you guys were all, I thought this was a new thing that happened that everybody is like, ooh, all these cool kids are over here in a group chat being like- Let me tell you guys something. <laughs> I thought, you know, you know, Amber. do you remember like back on Twitter when people used to quote retweet, but they yeah, didn't yeah. have that option. So you, they used to do it themselves they manually. They quoted it and said- I thought that's what was happening. Amber, <laughs> let me tell you something. I would never do that. Okay. I, if that was a trend, if that's something you guys were all doing, I would never do that. I understand. It's so inconvenient. There's plenty of trends that come. Yeah. And you're just like, you choose. You're like, I'm not going to participate in this one. Okay. Let me this tell you. This one sounds good. That's one of those where I would have been like, 
Um, You're stronger than I am, okay? This but is the fact I- that you typed <laughs> Amber Khan, laughed at, and pasted the entire message every single time. <laughs> and tell me why I was getting everybody's <laughs> likes like that, but they obviously got mine as a message. And everybody was like, Amber, did you type that out? And I was like, is that not what we're all doing? Like, is that, are we not all typing it out? And I was getting these long messages and mine, imagine this. It was like, Shamir liked, haha, that's so funny. Alishba like, haha, that's so funny. Frost like, haha, that's so funny. Da-da-da. And then on our phones, you just see like thumbs up on the message. On the message. So then I'm thinking every single person in this chat, but me, is responding like this. Amber, God bless you, but you failed the social experiment. You know those experiments where a bunch of people are uh, faced the opposite way in an elevator, elevator yeah. and someone comes in and they're like, mm, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. And then they face the opposite way. Amber, every single time in those experiments would definitely comply. <laughs> right? Because that's, you want to do. I don't like this overall character analysis based off this one situation. It's, fun, it's not, it doesn't make you like good or bad or right no, or wrong. No, but I don't like this character funny. analysis. Like okay? me, I would go into an elevator and be like, oh my God, and I have to figure out how to escape. What's going on here? I got to leave. <laughs> I'm not being in this elevator. Like, or I'm facing this way. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. What's that way? Right? That's that's the difference. And you can make fun of me for that, but I'm going to I'm gonna make fun of you for typing out every single time. I will say that I love keeping up with trends. Like, I think it's so much fun. But, that, like, but that, if that was a trend, that's not a good trend. Okay, for to us. To keep up with. Good for you. You wouldn't do it, no, but no. I would. And good I did. Okay? Good for me. Bad so, for me. Okay, bye. <laughs> I like, whatever it is, whether it's Gen Z stuff, whether whatever, I find so much fun in Amber it. I wants like, to be Gen Z so bad. Congratulations. <laughs> is there another thing you want to say about me? There, Next always, time you say it, bring your fist here, okay? There's always, there's always, oh, Gen Z, I want to be Gen Z. Like Gen Z is so cool. Gen Z. No, I like Gen Z. I like, I enjoy Gen Z people because I think they're funny and they're like nonchalant. They have like these like fun inside jokes. I love inside jokes and everything about Gen Z is a one big inside joke. Interesting. I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They're like a collective mind. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Let's get back to it. Amber's guys. Amber is special. Okay, don't fall in love with Ed. <laughs> Amber, it's fine that you did that. Ross, why thing. are we still talking about me? Yeah, Let's like move on to the next topic. Later. All right, um, not three, five, well, five. Oh yeah, five. And mind you, that okay, was we're the only time. <laughs> God damn. There's um. There's this new show called We Are Lady Parts and it's gotten mixed reactions and reviews online as any show with this sort of, um, you know, character depictions would get. Yeah, it's like basically a show about a band, I believe, with a lot of Muslim characters, right, Asan? Yeah, um, they're basically, they're trying to start a female, like all sister Muslim punk rock band. Mm. Right. And yeah, like it's not actually told us about the show. So you watched it, but um, like we were, I mean, I've seen this um, reaction over shows like this a lot where every, every time there's a Muslim show, there was backlash. There was like a TikTok that I saw specifically that like uh, this guy, he's auditioning for a Muslim character in like a new show that someone's making. And then, uh, you know, the guy asked him like, Hey, like, are you Muslim? He's like, yeah, I am. He's like, (laughs) 
oh, would you be willing to do this, this, and that, like drink and do this and do that. And like all things that right. you know, people would right. get annoyed at typically. Yeah. And then he was like, yeah, I'm down for it. And then at the end of the interview, he goes, oh, by the way, I'm not actually Muslim. <laughs> and so that's, you know, how a lot of people feel when it comes to shows where it's just like, oh, we finally get representation. Oh, but they have to be depicted mm-hmm. in a rebellious way. Yeah. So that's what um, the backlash comes from. Because it's never like, oh, this character is just going to be like a normal you know, Muslim person. It who- seemed that way, like in Master of None in the first few episodes. I've only watched the first few episodes of season one. Mm-hmm. But they were like, pork is so delicious. And like, I want to eat it so badly. And I'm like, it's not that serious. <laughs> like, well, also, Aziz Ansari, like he says that he's uh, not non-practicing. Uh-huh. And I think that he... It, it's it's his show, right? Like he created the yeah. show. And so I, I think, think he's making an effort. I think it's an overemphasis. Yeah. It's like, you could have just had it a side thing, but they made a whole episode about them going out to eat pork and how delicious it is. Like that's, the, that's excessive. But the point is, I think that like, that's what gets his story. the attention. Well, it's also his story. It's his story for sure. Yeah. But like, it's the most, like you're not gonna, we come on this podcast every time and we share certain topics and stories mm-hmm. out of all the things that we go through and witness. Uh, there's a reason that we pick the things that we do. If you listen to this podcast and uh, you know, you listen to every episode, you'd be like, Oh my God, these guys, like they're crazy in this way. Or like, they're always going through something, but like, that's not the case. Yeah. We just pick the ones that. Well, would I don't know. Have, <laughs> I'm definitely always going through something. Yeah, I mean, you got paranoia. She's got, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's got what? She's the thing with this show, uh, right? Cause you were talking about the rebellious Muslim or what that's usually what's portrayed uh-huh. in the different shows. This like they, they took very, this wasn't rebellious and towards Islam. It was just, they, they actually took different. I feel like these types of Muslims are not represented at all. And mm-hmm. then, you and know, what is that? What's yeah, what these is that? So, so there's a few different ones. You have uh Syrah, who's a singer. She non hijabi, but she's still religious. She still prays, has a boyfriend and she's, she's the head of this punk rock band. The first song they open up, uh, they're, they're singing, uh, like pretty much protesting honor killings. Right. Mm. That's the song. That's like the intro introduction to the band. Right. Then you have Mantas, who's the manager, Nakabi, uh, always dressed up with some, some crazy stuff. Like she's got like, those lace rose black gloves on her. Very like the stylish. Whole outfit. And then she, she's with, she's got the vape blown through the mask and everything. Her character specifically, she wears her niqab when she's around the sisters. Even if it's just the sisters, because it makes her feel powerful. They were did an interview with that. And her character specifically, they interviewed someone who, the character was kind of modeled after her, I think. Then you have Aisha, who's a hijabi, and she she's actually gay in the series. Ends up having a relationship with a girlfriend. Now, all these, are they the quote model Muslim? Well, when you really break it down, no one's really a model Muslim, right? Yeah. But these are real Muslims, mm. women that are out there. And then you have you have also uh, Bisma. She's got the African head wrap. And she. They I wish they did more about her character. She didn't stand out to me. But, um, but you have, you know, all these real profiles that some people can relate with, right? Because mm. you know, when you hear the outrage go about, oh, I, you know, we need to find someone who represents us, the good Muslim. What, what is that? Because no matter what you do, you're getting judged for not being the good Muslim. Mm-hmm. I don't care where you're going. It's really hard to, um, one, capture what a Muslim is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, when it, even on a cultural basis, right? There's so many different types of people out there that are from different cultures and, um, you know, different upbringings. And frankly, just 
you know, behave and, and act in different ways. And that's the truth. That's the truth, right? Uh, to your thing about the model Muslim, yeah, there, I mean, there is, right? It's, it would be the prophet, peace be upon him, which that's who is supposed to be the model that we like literally mm-hmm. do things as he would do, which is the sunnah. Um, I think that uh, in a show like this- and, and even that, that's up for discussion yeah. at the end of the day, interestingly yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're not supposed to say that. Well, I mean, like well, you know I, what I mean on that. Yeah, yeah. we're not, we're not, we're not going to pretend to be scholars or anything. Yeah, either. yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but the exactly. point is, like, that's what the general sort of belief is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when it comes to a show like this, like it sounds like they're trying to capture different characters, and now they have a Muslim background, which like you might see those characters in a show like that. I don't think it would throw anybody off if those characters were just those characters, right? But then when you have um, a religion thrown into it then that's where that group of people and Muslims beyond anybody, I think are the most um, critical when it comes to how they are depicted. Right. So that's the backlash for it. Um, I did see this thing that Riz Ahmed was sharing recently, which was saying that we need more Muslim characters in TVs and movies uh, because every time they are, and we've known this for a while, but anytime that they do have a character, it's always going after certain stereotypes and all of that, right? Mm-hmm. And he says that like that's the reason where we have why we have certain um, Islamophobic attacks on people, like the the hate attacks that we have. And like he was talking about that attack that happened in London, um, Canada, yeah, in, in Canada, um, and where there was a whole family that was slaughtered, you yeah. know, by car. Uh, because of the way that they look like they were just taking a walk and it left one member of the family who was a nine-year-old boy, mm-hmm. um, you know, as, as the only surviving member of that family. So for all of this, I mean, Riz Ahmed, what he's trying to get at is like all these things linked together. Yeah. And so he's saying that like, why, we need more just Muslim characters. And I think that like a show like this would actually help his case maybe because it's not just, the stereotypical roles that you see where it's like a terrorist, you know, a taxi driver, whatever, 7-Eleven worker. Um, and so- on, on the flip side too, when you look at the people wanting the ideal religious Muslim, like when we had Tone Trump, uh, you know, on the show, he talked about like, I'm going to dress like me. I'm not going to dress like a Mufti Mink. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about, you know, and what Oman said, Islam is supposed to take over you. It's supposed to accentuate what your culture is. And that gets a lot lost a lot. And I think stuff like this is bringing it back to that. Yeah. I think it would just help that like, you know, yeah, we've, we've had a lot of these things like um, in, in, in characters like in this show, uh, We Are Lady Parts, yeah. where they are taking the more sort of like rebellious approach. But what if it was a show where it's just like, I guess a more religious Yeah, person. I mean, I hate the word normalize, but I think that's like a proper term to use here is like normalizing just Muslim characters that are just normal in these shows and um, in movies and stuff like that. And, you know, I always, I think we talked about it too uh, a long time ago, but Spider-Man actually had like a hijabi character and she was just a normal girl. Like there was no mention of her being like Muslim or anything. She was just a normal girl. Like It was just physically a hijabi girl in the movie Spider-Man. Yeah, which was like dope, you know? And there's other movies that are coming out where it's just, you know, you see a Muslim guy as the main character or something like that. So that, you know, people that are not usually used to seeing those type of people, uh, especially in like Midwest areas mm-hmm. and all that stuff, 
um, they can I, be like, oh, it's like. I think it's slowly becoming normal. Um, and I saw like in a Bollywood movie, uh, I think two years ago, Veer the Wedding. And it was the first time I had seen, like, especially in brown movies, where a gay person was not brought up as being gay. They just were gay. And I think that slowly in Hollywood that that's happening with Muslims. Like slowly, slowly, we're going to just be Muslim without having to be Muslim. Yeah, like a like physically just being there. And that's the that's the one that I like the most where it's not like we haven't seen the show. So it, do you think that in this show, it, are they really going after like, oh, like here are my values and like, here's who I am and like talking about their religion a lot or are they just no, being so themselves? like the religion is more it it's a part of their life but it's not a religious tv show right it's it's they put it in there to where it's not it kind of is the focus it is like it's hard to put into words but you like anybody can watch you don't have to be muslim to watch it you know mm-hmm. it's like you know take a christian ha- uh, household for example hey i want to do like footloose i want to you know dance but my father's the pastor and he has a problem mm-hmm. with this when really there's nothing wrong here um, the main character, Amina, she comes from the whole circle of friends who are very judgmental. You have to be this kind of Muslim. You have to get married by external time. And then she meets this punk rock band who's right. looking for guitars. That's the main plot because Amina is the main character, not the four original girls that are in the band. And then she's finding herself and her parent and her parents are the dopest. Like, okay, every every time she's meeting a man, they embarrass her. But there's um, there's some part where things kind of get dark and the parents like, What's wrong? We thought you liked, you know, this musician and this and this and this. And she's like, my friends told me that's all haram. They're like, okay, come on. That's up for discussion. Come on now. Like, really? So it's, it really breaks down the barriers of these conversations to where, especially in the households where it's like, oh no, you have to, it's either haram or halal. Haram, halal. This kind of opens that up and go, hey, all these are Muslim. Whether, whether they're right or wrong, whatever they're going through, mm. it doesn't take away the fact that they're Muslim. And that's not even the focus. It's just, See, it, it just brings it all cool. together. Yeah. I think that's better because there's so many times where like Muslim people are represented as like, oh, my parents are so strict. I have to go home now. Or like, you know, it's all about them being Muslim. But like, when you think about our real lives, we aren't being Muslim. We just are Muslim. Exactly. And I think that's cool that they're just representing people who are being Muslim, that who just are Muslim rather than the show actively having to be about Muslims. And Rami, it was a little bit annoying that it was like that. I understand it was about his religious journey. So it kind of had to be like that, but it felt like it was so centered around Haram and Halal constantly that that's kind of where I personally feel like all the outrage was coming from because it was so centered on Haram and Halal. And when you talk about that stuff, then there is room for debate. But if you're just being you in the show and you aren't a perfect person, then you can't really blame somebody for being that. But when you put them on there and you're deliberately like, I am a Muslim, I'm a Muslim. And then literally showing them like throw back a shot. Like you don't need to do that at the same time. It, especially for the the you know younger folks at home who are like, yeah, I want to be Muslim, but I'm, I'm struggling with this or this. Oh, I'm not dressing up in a dobe every day. Oh, I, that must mean I can't be Muslim. And this kind of fights that. I think that's what scares people the most is when there's there are those debates or like there's a character consciously picking a choice and then, uh, you know, it could teach somebody uh, because, you know, I think that I've learned so much watching TV and movies mm-hmm. um, that on a certain level, 
a lot of those characters, you find out why something they did is clearly wrong or yeah. clearly right. Mm-hmm. And when you like have- a lesson being learned. Right. And when you have certain situations where it's just like, if you have religion in it and somebody sees that and that's their way of getting knowledge, then it might scare some people of like, man, this is not the way that um, it should be taught or anything. And of course, like the creators, like Rami says, like, don't watch my show for these reasons. Yeah. I'm sharing like just four stories here about these characters. Um, but I mean, even in the show, Rami clearly knows like the path that he is quote unquote supposed to go, the quote he wants to go and what he actually does and the consequences for that. So if you watch that show, I think with a mature background, right? Mm-hmm. Like where we, at our age, we can watch it and we can say like, Rami, no, don't do yeah. that. Or like, good, that's what you get. Um, whereas somebody who's younger might watch that and be like, oh, like, cool. Like Rami did that. Like, oh, he's Muslim too. I think that's what might scare people. And I understand. Um, and it's hard to avoid because for us, it's not going to be just like some, you know, white kid sitting there watching like a, a movie and being like, oh yeah, like Matt Damon, he's Christian. Cause like, you know, it's just another, it, you mm-hmm. see it all the time and it's normalized. Right. But with us, anytime you see somebody who is physically, apparently Muslim, um, then you know that and it becomes part of who they are. Mm-hmm. But yeah, until we like just have normal characters who don't have to just speak about religion. Cause like in our workplace and school and this and that, like how often are we talking about it? Like, no, we just, we just do our thing. If, you know, if we're practicing or whatever, and then we go on about it and we talk about sports and entertainment, like this podcast is. So it's going to be a hard thing to avoid, but it's going to be there for a while. What is um <clears throat> your deal with this uh, side hustle thing? Yeah. So I came across this article that, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I, I, here I, open, on the podcast I opened tired. up your um, thing and now it's gone. Asan, can you share it back to me? Um, basically, the article was a um, talking about the hobbies or side hustles that won't make you rich. Won't make you rich. Okay. Will not make you rich. So there's this thing. Avoid const- these. No, but like, I don't know if you notice there's constantly online. They're like, work on your side hustle, like make your money. Da, da, da. And I think it was funny because in a way it was like, okay, people like to make it seem like your side hustles are going to make you rich. Some side hustles aren't going to make you rich because some certain things require time for money. Like for example, um, if I was to continue nannying, right? Nannying's not going to make me rich because it's an exchange of money for my time. Whereas if I opened up a care center, that could make me rich because it's actually like capitalizing on that whole situation. Um, I mean, it depends also where, like if you're nannying in New York City. Well, I think the point she's getting at is like uh, exchanging time for money. Exactly. And like side Uh hustles. Basically, you want to establish like a base where you put time into it and then eventually you don't have to put time into it and it'll still like make money. Oh, so like passive income. Sort of like building to that. Like any business, you know, more people come in, like you can still put... um, time in um, and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Okay, so I got the article up now. Okay, Okay. so the number one thing said, and this was funny to me, it says, don't try Patreon unless you have 334 true fans. Do we got that? Yes, but not patrons. (laughs) (laughs) No, we thank you all patrons, uh, whoever. That's funny. 
If you want to make a bare minimum of 2K a month from Patreon, you need 334 patrons. Do you have that many people that would be willing to contribute on a monthly basis long term? I'm not alone, blah, 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 blah. So that's that's number Wait, one. You can you don't have you don't have to have that many. It depends on how much your tiers are. Right. So this yeah, is one one mi- million dollar tier and you're good to go. <laughs> one million dollars. I have this one patron going- and he and he funds my entire life. This is going based on a six dollars a month patron okay. price, which is average, right? Average price, yeah. Yeah. Some people have like two dollars, five dollars, like yeah. one dollar. I've seen yeah. that a lot. Yeah. Number two, it says copywriting pay is abysmal and soul sucking. Copywriting pay? Copywriting pay, yeah. It's not, um, what's copywriting? Like basically making um, all the teasers for things. Copy is like uh, just writing. The the wordage and writing for like websites or, you know, Mm. uh, guides and stuff like that. Blurbs, teasers. So it's saying it's not worth your time? It's about a penny per word. Penny per word. Okay. It says it's not scalable and it'll crush your soul. So you're still exchanging time for money. Exactly. Actually. I think I think that's okay. what it is. There's a lot of variables in a lot of these because like well, if, yeah. you're, if you're a known person who like, you know, you have a lot of credibility and stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're just trying to be like, oh, I'm going to start copywriting today. Yeah, it's going to be really difficult to do that. Mm-hmm. But like if you have an established sort of. That's um, the whole point. These are side hustles. Yeah, if no, you, I'm saying, if like, you like, like really, copywriting you, as your like people who do copywriting for a living as their primary thing and have a business, they're they're making money and they right. know what they're doing. But side this is a side is, hustle, yeah. which is like you're not gonna make the you're not gonna get rich off your side hustles. You'd have to make it. For okay. no, what I'm else. saying so is like that you work towards it. Like with a Patreon, I, you can't just be like, oh well, you need that many, so I'm not gonna start. Like you have to work towards it. Yeah, it, yeah it sounds like these are initial initial like yeah big bang because I think it's the fact that people make it sound like do this Make and in return, you yeah. get rich yeah. or well, like whatever. The whole thing is that when they try to get you into these things, they say, oh, these people who do it are making this much money. Yeah. It's so easy to do it. Mm-hmm. Not at the level, but it's easy to do it. So you could do it on the side, but there's no connection between that and the amount yeah. of money that's actually Like we could be made. like, oh, Strange Flavors Town's easy. It's like funding, you know, all this. Our Patreon's funding all this. But like the amount of work we put into it yeah. and like how long we've been doing it. Same like, with all the people that are at the top. Like it yeah. took them a long time and it was a side no, hustle. No, but there's some people who like, for example, have a big audience that can launch a Patreon and within a month they're making yeah. all of it. Yeah, now it's fine to for have it, but- like for only example, fans, only fans for a lot yeah. of people. They but as it a off side hustle, like people who are started. people who are making only fans and making a lot of money in only fans that aren't super celebrities. Like for example, Lana the plug has an only fans, right? She puts in hours and hours and hours a day into her only fans yeah. and constantly works on also, it. Also the top like 80, 90% don't even make a livable income on only fans. Like yeah. it, it's just only it's the a top, top one, one to 2% that but make like a but super- isn't that the point of- That make a lot of money. They're obviously yeah, there's yeah. more that make- Isn't that the point? point of side hustle it's not their main hustle that's the point is that it won't make you rich okay hold on i'm going somewhere with this so okay, let's keep okay, on okay, okay. it says don't get caught up in the nft hype yeah okay agreed. Th- that, that's agreed like that people would be one. like oh make an nft and you'll make a thousand dollars ten thousand dollars we're talking about that right like yeah. oh and she was like oh why don't i sell my f- what'd you say fart or something it's like a cough a poop a poop or something and we're like amber your cough or poop doesn't have value right like yeah. that's what we were saying it's like you got to make value towards it so like definitely agree with that one <laughs> <laughs> listen my cough and poop are both okay you might make it valuable listen these socks who wants amber socks Dan Schneider does. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I'm about to make money off of those. Dan listens to this podcast like, 
Uh, where are you selling them? <laughs> Give me that NFT. <laughs> okay. Surveys from home are not the answer. I have seen so many TikToks about, oh my God, just take these surveys. And it's like, they're saying that th- these surveys typically pay 20 to 50 cents per survey. And they usually take 15, 20 minutes to complete. So you earn a small, and uh, if you don't- Bro, have- I remember those surveys when I was little and I was like, oh my God. Like yeah, my yeah. brother got, he was like, I'm making money off these surveys. I was like, what? And then I realized it takes- so much time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, you get nah. like 40 cents per hour, like max probably. And you're doing like a bunch of surveys. And if you don't qualify, you may earn a small consolidation prize of five cents. <laughs> and a lot of people like go through the surveys. Like it doesn't matter. Click, click, click. I'd be like reading everything and I'd be like, well, what would I do? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, this isn't good. But I couldn't help myself. Yeah. Yeah. It says- It's taking too long. That do it's not a profitable side hustle, which I think we all pretty much agree with. Surveys ain't it. If it was trivia, I'd be on that because mm-hmm. now you're learning while you're doing it. Right. Yeah. It Family says feud. YouTube is, and then in quotations, probably a bad idea. Um, it says, ooh, I don't know. It says basically that it's a long road ahead to get monetized, much less earning enough money to, to change your life. Obviously, all these things can be taken, you know, in whichever way have whatever variables. But I sort of agree to that, Mm -hmm. right? I would love for like anyone who comes to me and like, yo, I want to start a YouTube channel. I want to make money. I'm like, yo, listen, it's not that easy. It is not that you got to put the average like um, people that, you know, uh, get the amount to even start making money. You need Mm -hmm. like 100 videos apparently to get like monetized. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So that's like the average. It's it's not easy but it's simple. What I mean by that is if you do something, it's a lot of it is consistency. Yeah. Okay. But keeping up, like you're saying that one girl uh, who does the OnlyFans, Mm -hmm. how much time she spends on it. Mm -hmm. She has to spend that much time, but if she didn't, she wouldn't make that much. Right. So So they're defining a profitable side hustle by being um, one, enjoyable, two, scalable, three, valuable. Yeah. I think um, yeah, yeah. The people going into this, trying to make money, you have to be passionate about. It. Like you For have sure. to enjoy it. Um, yeah. Same with the Patreon thing. Probably same with the copywriting thing. Mm-hmm. Like you have to enjoy all these things. You survey know, thing, I don't know. They're missing a really Who's important. Passionate one? about doing surveys. <laughs> no, let me tell you guys. I say all this because I looked on here and I didn't find the one that they should have put on here. What the whole time? MLMs. MLMs. Oh, multi-level marketing. Yes. That first of all, these boss babes want to claim- Pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes. These girls, and I'm saying girls because they love going by the term boss babes. And it's exhausted by MLMs. And I hate that term now. Basically- What is this? Okay. So in in my high school, it also started. There was a huge MLM going on uh, in my high school. Mm -hmm. So basically it's one dude, maybe like a- A company. A couple people, a company at the top. In my school, it was an energy drink, right? Mm. People were selling these oh. energy drinks, right? Yeah. And then they would hire two people under them. Yeah. Right? One person hires two people under them. And they're like, hey, you have to buy our energy drinks, right? And you have to sell them to people. And then once you meet this quota, we'll pay you for the energy yeah. drinks. But first, you have to buy it. You have to buy first, it. First, you're my customer. This is like pursuit you want to sell it, right? And now Will Smith had to buy those machines. Yeah. Sort, sort of. And yeah. so then the more people you recruit under you, you get like bonuses. Like some people get a car, some people yeah. get like, you know, a night, a hundred thousand, a mm-hmm. million, whatever. And so 
this went so down further and you're screwing basically everyone under you. Yes, yes. And so basically I came across a few people in MLMs, um, but basically there's one really big known one is Mary Kay. And they love to talk about how you can win this pink Cadillac or white Cadillac or whatever it is, right? And they're like, it's super attainable. They make it seem like it's so easy. And the thing that they say that, is the number one best thing about MLMs is that you can do it on your own free time from your room. It is a side hustle. It's just extra money and it can make you admit money and it's a business. It's your own business. And I'm like, first of all, it's not your own business. That's not your own business. You didn't start that. You're not doing anything for it. You're getting, uh, you're buying products with your own money to then advertise and then hopefully you can scam some other people to join with you to then sell to them. I'm passened about this for a reason, okay? Because- Did it happen to you? Did you join? I didn't join. <laughs> but when you are affiliated with people who are in MLMs, you don't know what interaction is authentic and what is inauthentic. Because they could be like, oh my God, let's go get lunch, Right. And you're like, wow, like I've seen I've heard so many stories of people being like, I was new in town. Somebody's like, oh yeah, like let's go get lunch. I was so excited. I got my outfit together and I was getting ready to go to brunch and I get there and she's trying to like recruit me for, high, for selling products. <laughs> the problem with that is if you were just getting them to join on and make money, that's fine. But in order for you to properly make them your side person, like you're uh, the person underneath you and make them a rep, you have to screw them over in the process by making them spend their own money on products. And a lot of these things cost membership fees and everything. So if you are an Arbonne babe, if you are a Mary Kay babe, if you're, what are they called? Um, Herbalife. Oh yeah, Herbalife. Herbalife. They, they try to claim all these nutritious things, but they hide underneath the smoothies I, and stuff. I heard they're technically illegal. If, they are. Yeah. And the only reason why they're not is like a small loophole. And even, you know, what's the biggest scam that people don't realize? Beachbody. What's and that? if you, it's, it's a really big like company. It's like an online. <laughs> Shelby's like, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> if you, on that. They make it seem so reason. And this Recruit is why me. I'm saying this so like strongly. If you look at their financial sheets, they have the average rep makes literally like, I think they said it was less than, uh, 10% of what they advertise and claim that they make. And most of the time, the people who are recruited lose money rather than making it. And I'm like, this is written in their official financial documents that you have to like, like go swimming through their website to find. Sorry, I use that as an opportunity to hit on MLMs because I felt really passionate about this for a while. I'm trying to join. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying to run one. Sounds us, like a good- <laughs> Let us know if you got hit by a pyramid scheme or like know any because those Somebody stories are interesting. You, you, know, you know what's crazy about some of them is a lot of them, uh, well not a lot of them, but some of them you can, if you could, you could theoretically make more money just selling the product the mm-hmm. right way. <laughs> but the companies, they pay you more for other salesmen you recruit. Mm. And yeah. it's that whole facade of, oh, we're all a team, but everyone's under you. They're not your team. They make you money. And if they're not doing anything, they don't make you money. And then there's that toxicity mm-hmm. amongst MLM marketers to where if all of a sudden you're not about that life, they, they drop you off they their friends list. Off. They cut you off. All of a sudden you're not friends more. Like even- They well, encourage you to hit up people that are casual, that are your friends, that are mm-hmm. your family to convince them to join. And when like- I've, I've watched some of these uh, Zoom calls where these leaders will be talking to their people and they're like, 
you think that these people don't, it's fine. They say that they don't have $300, but convince them to give it to you anyway. I'm sure that their taxes are coming. I'm sure that they can reallocate it from somewhere, charge it to their credit cards, but they can make it. Because if you want that uh, recruitment like number, then you need to be able to recruit these people. And it's up to you whether they, they do it or not. It's how well you can convince them. Like, how dare you? And what's fucked up even more is that there are people who are just all about the MLM life. Mm-hmm. They know how fucked up it is. Mm-hmm. They know the environment, but they thrive on it. Yeah. And they'll jump from company to company doing the same thing mm-hmm. to a bunch of different people. Is this like Boy Scouts? <laughs> it could be. No, because no, Boy Scout. Well, no. I mean, technically, you don't even make money from Boy Scouts. No, 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 that is an ultimate scheme. That is an ultimate scheme. Yeah, I was oh, a you're Boy, Boy Scout. Scout? What, wait, wait, what do you, in what way? How are Yo, they, they made you wait, work for free. Did you even get a dollar of what? any of the cookies you Bro, sold? Bro, they made you work for free. They don't sell cookies, sell they sell cookies. popcorn. Yo, child labor. No, that, that was, that was, oh my the, gosh. Well, that was to raise money for us to go on camping trips and shit. For their Whoa. own game, for their own game. <laughs> Yo, you probably got some old right. dude, some uh, Mercedes or something. That's facts. <laughs> The cut probably goes back to Boy Scout somewhere. You know the no, you know, you know the what you do when you like go it. camping, right? You don't need money for camping. <laughs> that's, that's the whole point. It's cheap. You got played. That's facts. You got played. <laughs> camping trips? No, but here's they the thing. They didn't have no, you no, staying at the, the Four thing. Seasons. No, but they were buying Homeless like, people stay in tents. Right. But it was like for everything. The programs, you know, the trips we went on, the uniforms and everything. Like, outside, you know, bro. hiking is free too, right? <laughs> Do they take you on hiking trips? <laughs> it's not just that, like wh- yeah, we're just teasing. I'm, 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 I'm confused. <laughs> no, but like, you, you guys scam, learn, bro. You guys learn a lot of skills and stuff, right? Like how to tie ropes. H- and how shit. to tie ropes. Uh, <laughs> it's so it's a lot of survival stuff, but it's also a lot of um, like a lot of the merit badges are just learning about different things out in the world. And you learn how to sell. I, no, the the cool there thing is, is I actually badge, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you yeah. learn how to sell. Yeah, you can watch Discovery Girl Scouts Channel is actually really then, cool. They provide a lot of like educational tools for girls. We were just messing with you. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, yo, I'm just Girl Scouts at this point. <laughs> Girl Scout cookies. No, I'm so sketched out. What? Actually, I wanted to be a Boy Scout when I was little, and then yeah, we were, I did too. And then you know, my dad, I I, I never too. fell I for a lot of these like schemes that you just mentioned, and I don't even know about a lot of them because my dad, he is just doubtful from the beginning yeah i remember sitting in i was like dad like we have to i don't call my dad dad i don't know why i did that <laughs> <Baba>. <laughs> i just went white real quick but like there's uh this thing called boy scouts like my friends are doing it like let's go and then he's like what is it and then i was like there's a meeting like let's go mm-hmm. and then it started and then the dude was like all right for 500 and then my dad was like let's go <laughs> he's like let's go this is a scam and then and then he when we went home he told me all about how it's a scam <laughs> And then he's oh like, my he, gosh. he's like, he's like, they're scheming these kids and their, and their parents. It's a, it's a business that you don't want to fall for. Things and they're like all this. going on trips and all this stuff. And like everything from that point on, like whenever it came to these things, like my, my brother, he falls for these things really quickly. Like the whole mm-hmm. survey thing I told you, anytime he'd come up, my dad, he shows him, he's just like, this is a scheme. He was just like very quickly. Everything like, was just a scheme <laughs> for y'all. That's yeah. how it'd be. Everything's <laughs> a scheme. And my dad's like, mm-hmm. you work hard for your money. And like, when you do it this way, like there's ways to be smart about it. There's ways to work hard for it. But he's like, if you think that you're going to get like, whenever things are approached to you, like the mm-hmm. way that they're pitched, you're going to get rich doing this. My dad from the beginning will tell you yeah. that's not what's going to happen. Wait, how is this relevant to Boy Scouts? 
No, it's not relevant. It's, it's <laughs> that, relevant I mean, to MLMs and being schemed because it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's how they present it. Well, they it's present- relevant to Boy Scouts too because that's what happened to me yeah. <laughs> about it. Oh, they like, offered you money to be a Boy Scout? No, no, no. Shoot, let me join. No. I'm just saying my dad is just naturally like- um, Wary of yeah. schemes. Which is smart. No, well, no. It's being wary of get money fast schemes because yeah. anything that's promising you to get you money quick- is a, it's probably a scheme. Well, also, it's getting in the in the way of what my dad values a lot, which is like the education. And he's like, is this going to take time away from your studies? Yeah. Is this going to like, you know, whatever, whatever. That's the way he would see. Just mm-hmm. like, there's a way that you can get a good job and get money and that's stay in school and do this and this. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's traditional, right? Yeah. yeah. There was an experience we had uh, like two, three years ago or whatever. Um, we were like very into like business and all this stuff. So we wanted to like learn a lot. Um, and then Frost and I came across this flyer and it was like Damon John's class. And we're like, yo, we should go to this. Like Damon John's coming, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's a FUBU creator, FUBU, oh, yeah. um, Shark Tank. Um, he's a billionaire or multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much, but he's like, you know, successful yeah. entrepreneur. So Frost and I were like, okay, let's go to this event. It's like free. You can go to it. Mm-hmm. Frost and I go and there's like a bunch of people, right? Mm-hmm. First of all, Damon With John's- no pads. In, yeah, no pads. And Damon John's not there. This random dude comes and he's like, I'm part of Damon John's team. I'm one of his yeah. sharks. I'm one of his sharks. Yeah. And we're like, all right, first of all, Damon John's not here. He does this like 20 minute, like inspirational speech. It was kind of a dope speech, not gonna lie. Everyone was inspired. And he was like, eh. <laughs> but everyone there, like they were kind of like, everyone thought they had million dollar ideas. Like this this dude was like, uh, raise your hand if you have a million dollar idea. Everyone raises their hand. Well, also he shamed you if you didn't. Yeah. He's like, well, then you shouldn't be like, it was like, nah, bro, I'm skeptical. You got to convince me. And everybody else, they're like, oh, we're in church. Yeah. And this is God. Yeah. And they're writing everything down. He's saying, he's like, hope you guys are having a good day. Someone will write something. It's like, what'd you yeah. write? Like, there's nothing <laughs> Let me to see write. That. I'll grab that pad. Yeah. Let me see what you wrote down. Yeah. So Let me slap you. So like midway, Frost and I are like, did we just get schemed? Like, all right, whatever. We'll just stay here. But yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking like, what's going on? And we're in the front. I think mm-hmm. we were late. So I think we were dead right in the front. Um, and then at the end, they were like, uh, what was the whole pitch they were like um well it was basically a program program they're gonna teach you how to you know make a bunch of money with your business like if you already have a business and damon and damon is actually gonna like go over it with you and he's gonna look over and after like is it me damon or one of his sharks no no first you work with the sharks yeah and then it ultimately goes to damon it goes by him and then he like approves and i think you pay this amount to be in this like program you pay a lot of money but um they're they're promising like okay if you don't make this amount or like double it in the next two years then you'll get a refund or something like that so they're like help you expand your business and increase your business and i was like damn like what the heck i wasn't even here for that well like yeah it'll help because they're going to teach you things and they're going to make you do things like for sure that's not but it's going to be things that are templates and like sort of things that are like oh we'll just connect you to this person oh you're in the food business all right go here like we can set that up coaching they have they have connections and stuff yeah you're you're like you're going to do all of that but you're also you know missing out on a lot of time you're missing out on other opportunities where maybe you could have made more than that maybe Mm -hmm. you could have like you know surpassed all that but yeah the way that they approached it, it was just like you walk in and then at the end of it it was like all right who's gonna be the first one to like do this like who wants to make a million dollars right now like, yeah. hurry up. and then everyone was just signing up for these courses yeah. and whatever and frost and i were just there for like a lecture probably from damon john oh like, my god yeah well, and, and we were there to, we were there to learn yeah. and we did there were some things that we picked up on right that like, i don't want to be part of that because <laughs> like, there's c- anything that seems too culty is just a little too much yeah 
When you, you, and know, you know what's funny? That same like little stunt they pulled on you guys is the same thing some of these MLM companies will do. Yeah. They lure you in with a little bit of actual knowledge that you can jot down and write home. Sometimes it's worth going to these classes, but then just dip the hell out because then they're yeah. trying to sell you on a program because they <laughs> they'll have you like with these the conventions yeah. and the same idea of like inspirational talks. They'll have them being there and they'll be like, they'll have like one person who want a Cadillac. Like my life has been changed. Like I get to work with my socks on or like- <laughs> <laughs> Not with the socks you had on. I better not be. You always have the example, the success story that's going to be like, you know, they're going to use over and over and milk the hell out of. But at the end of the day, you know, like you really have to um, make your own way. I think that's the biggest point out of all that. Work hard. Go to people's neighborhoods, flash your lights, yeah. be that door dasher that Frost was about to I think to it's beat. important oh, that we that. acknowledge <laughs> that like your side hustle won't make you rich, rich but your passion can. So yeah. like, sure, may, have a side hustle till you can fund your passion and make the money from that. It also sucks that they trap lower class and like lower middle class people more than anybody. Facts. And that should, that should embarrass you. That's yeah. that's messed up that like you're making them do all this. Like if, if you're on a level where you're literally a billionaire and you have opportunity, go like uh you know, raise money, get money from other rich, rich people, people and then like find ideas that are really good. Cause don't promise people who don't have great ideas yeah. that they're gonna make it. Cause like why would you put your money into something you don't even believe in? Yeah. I get that you can like condition it and change it and this and that, but like if ideas aren't, it's like giving a scholarship to someone who's deserving of it versus somebody who just like fits a certain criteria that like, all right, yeah, like we'll just give money to anybody. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean like you got to follow, Chami, you're the, you're the guy that says motivational things. Oh yeah. The motivational speeches. Oh yeah. Let's hear one. I need oh. some music. Be skeptical. Be skeptical. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust anybody. Don't, don't be part of pyramid schemes. Don't, don't follow. Don't follow trends. Mm. <laughs> even well. if even if your <laughs> friends are all doing them. <laughs> <laughs> don't wear weird socks. Uh. Don't have foot fetishes. <laughs> Dan mm. Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> don't think cows go too fast. Because <laughs> they don't. They don't they don't really exaggerate don't. stories. Yes. Please don't. For us. <laughs> don't make reboots. <laughs> make. Don't. Wait, wait. <laughs> Don't give your girl a promise ring. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't be an F boy. That's for you. I know. I was saying. <laughs> he, tried, he tried to save himself with that one. It didn't come to No. Well. no All right. Well, you're right. ruined. We'll end it on that one. Don't start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. pretend to give financial advice. Oh, we have to say, you guys know this, right? We have to say, this is we, not financial not advice. Financial this is not advice. That's what the people do. Yes. Yeah. All right. That this way is, we can't get sued for stocks yeah. or But something. you should donate to our or Patreon. Or for manipulating yeah. the market. Just donate yeah. to our Patreon. Or be part of Strange like, All right, you're not allowed to say that because you're a Boy Scout. So they might <laughs> think that they're getting schemed. <laughs> <laughs> if you are looking to buy popcorn, Asan sells it on the weekend. <laughs> not anymore. Asan. You're ruining it. <laughs> I'm ruining it, right? <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another flavor. A little less stranger. We'll talk to you next time. Living for weekends, wishing I could take a break from this world. Running on a hamster wheel, but searching.
searching for something I can't feel 